Welcome back, everyone, to Point Cassida, also known as the Barony of Olives. Hello, family, and hello, Streampunks. My God, we're back to playing Changeling. I'm very pleased about this. We're back to our good old steps into the dreaming, jumps into the dreaming, or swims into the dreaming. Let us acknowledge. Um, everyone is represented here. Um, so we're back. We don't have Adriana because Adriana decided to do what you should do when you have the ability to do so and is tromping through Europe right now. Uh, while everyone else is at the Ren Fair, <laughs> Adriana is literally in medieval castles running around taking pictures and having a great time. So she'll be back with us, I think, next week. So we look forward to seeing her. Uh, but uh, until then, you're stuck with us. Sorry about that. Um, let's go ahead and jump into our announcements. Uh, the big announcement that we have to tell everybody tonight is that we uh, Streampunks is having a fundraiser. We are getting ready to stage our next big fundraiser. The last one we did was in the summer of 2020, and the amount of support we got from that fundraiser has propelled us to where we are today. It launched... Uh, it launched Seven Raven. It launched the Barony of Olives. It launched Secrets of Silver Creek. It launched, uh, it, I mean, take your pick. It kind of, it Star Jam was because of that fundraiser. All the stuff that we've been able to do up till now has been because of the incredible support of the family, Ox Crew, Super Punks, and so on and so forth. <laughs> the list of all of y'all is quite long and wonderful. So, uh, we're going to be doing it again. We're setting up the fundraiser. It is going to be next month, May 14th, and we're going to have details coming to you all very soon uh, about what you can expect that day, the programming and, and whatnot. It's just going to be a day hanging with the stream punks and live streaming, kind of like we did last time. And uh, yeah, looking forward to it. Looking forward to throwing some uh, announcements at y'all, what we've got planned. So, um, and we, we will, I will go ahead and tease you with this. We are going to have some reveals and announcements to make. So it'll be a lot of fun. Uh, so stay tuned. Um, let's see that's, uh, personal announcements. I'll start tossing the ball around here. I don't have any except that I think Gax pack is back on Sunday. Elisa, did you hear anything? No. I don't know. I mean, I heard stuff, but not that. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know if that's true or not. So maybe. <laughs> All right. Yeah, we'll follow Twitter. yeah. Follow Twitter we'll for announcements. Out. And hopefully I'll be able to announce I, I, I'm in a Bonniest position tonight because I have things that I would love to be able to announce, but I don't know if I can. So all I can say is I've got an announcement to make soon. So stay tuned to Twitter. Bonnie slash B Dave energy. Yeah. yeah. Now yeah, you totally. know how it feels. It's the mm. worst slash best. Yeah. I was going to say. <laughs> um, and that's all I've got uh, for this evening. Uh, anybody else have any other announcements before we jump into the story tonight? Oh, oh yes, Elisa. I have some. Uh, we're allowed to say Dark Souls, right? Wednesday? No. Yeah, of course. Yeah, <laughs> no, sorry. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Dark Souls, Eric? Are we on air? Was I not listening? Oh, no. We say Dark Souls. Oh, no. We can't say it. Oh, yes, yes. Please, please. Did you say it and I wasn't listening? I'm sorry. No, 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 I didn't say it. I was totally. Oh, yeah, sorry. Sorry, sorry. I was like, oh, sorry. I'm so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) We're doing a bit, Aliza. I I, I thought the bit was that I, that you, yeah, never mind. Okay. Sorry. we're doing a Dark Souls one shot this ah. Wednesday with the fabulous B Zelda at the helm. Um, we're super excited to play this. It's 5e, yeah. 
and we are except for b zelda i think all of us oh and maybe kelly the opera geek who is also playing um mm-hmm. the, the those two are are well versed in dark souls but your girl and your non-binary and your dude here we don't know shit about it but we're excited to dive into the world don't know anything um it's gonna be super fun uh, the little that I have seen about Dark Souls looks like really cool. It's like black lipstick wearing cool. <laughs> I was fascinated yeah. to see how they execute this mechanically based on the reputation of Dark Souls. Uh-huh. Ah! Yes, yes. Uh, but yeah, check that out. Uh, what time are we doing? 6 p.m.? Yes. 6 p.m. Yes. Here on the Q times. Uh, that's so. That's one thing to ch- to look out for. Um, I'm also going to be playing in uh, Call of the Nether Deep on D&D Beyond this Wednesday. Uh, it's episode four, and it's 3 p.m. Pacific on the D&D Beyond website and channel. I also, yes, I just got really Jersey. Um, <laughs> I also am. Oh, I'm guesting on a show called Bonds Beyond Time. It's a Mage the Ascension campaign. I believe it is their finale this Thursday. I don't know who I'm playing yet. I'm very excited. Um, And that is over on the cookout TTRPG, twitch.tv slash Kira858. And that's Thursday at 6.30 p.m., 7 p.m. in the evening, uh, Pacific time. Uh, So that's my week right there. And I hope you come watch some more stuff with us. All right. Anybody else? Jump on I in. Don't, I don't think I can talk about <laughs> yet, so I'm just going to mute. The more things change. Anybody else? Seize it. Okay. It's not new, but um, if you enjoy... <laughs> Uh, comedy, uh, you know, D and D shows. Um, you can check out Failed Saves. Uh, uh, Failed Save over on the Pixel Circus channel. It's got the you know lovely people: Sage Ryan, Vince Castle, Xander Jean Ray, Brian Gar, Kaylee Bray, um, Anthony Carboni, and myself. And occasionally we have really cool guests, and it's been really great. And we're nearing our uh, uh, season three finale. Um, not 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 any not for like. Like, you know, we got a little bit, but it's getting into the season and some um, really dramatic and cool things have happened. So um, and I premiered a new character and it's been really fun to play. So uh, and I haven't talked about it on this channel a little bit. So go check it out. It's there's a lot of love in it, just like there is here. And um, and I think if you like that kind of content, since you are here watching really fun, wholesome stuff, you probably will go like that, too. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. check them out. All right. I love Pixel Circus, by the way. All our all our pals on there. What's what's up? Yes, yeah, Sam, Sam, Sam DeLeff, the one Sam DeLeff. Yes. Yes. Um, yes, actually. Yes. It's just a weirdly rare surname. Uh, but uh, if you want to see it, uh, a good place is like mostly here because I'm doing like the Dark Souls thing. And I'm well, I'm here in front of your eyeballs right now. Gina just mentioned it's it. It's true. But also Power Plays Season 5 finale is this weekend. It is... Y'all, it's the most tightly plotted yet wildly unscripted thing 
Rick <laughs> Bud is so powerful. It is genuinely stunning. So if you would like to be stunned, <laughs> our play, it's like really good. I'm just sitting there with popcorn. It's really good. So please watch that. Um, but first watch this because you're here and we're here and Professor freaking Scooter is here and I'm excited. Well, it sounds to me like it's time to return to the Barony of Olives. Uh, welcome back, everybody. We're getting underway here at the Barony of Olives. The Barony of Olives is the nickname, or rather the dreaming's name, for Point Cassida, home to the changelings of this sort of south-central Californian seaside town. But it is also a town that lives within the world of darkness. And the world of darkness is a very dangerous place. It is a place where monsters are real where the things of nightmare and the things of fantasy all lurk just beyond human vision. There, it's a place where vampires can stalk alleyways and boardrooms, a place where werewolves wander the tundras of Alaska and the alleyways of the very same cities that the vampires lurk in. And it is a place of changelings, dreams, and nightmares. And Point Cassida, a.k.a. the Barony of Olives, is no different as our Motley has discovered these past two stories, y'all have encountered Nightmare Chimera at an alarming rate, two in one day, literally being pulled away just after an encounter with one to go rescue a member of your Motley from another. Of course, that one did end in a very unique fashion. Enter our new friend, Professor Scooter. After you've changed Professor Scooter from a Nightmare Chimera shedding away that outer shell of terror and pain, this manifestation of horror from the brought forth by the dreaming has been forever changed and made into something else. For those of you who have the skill or the knowledge to understand the makings of the dreaming, there are opportunities in this story session for your characters to explore how what you did was possible if you have a rating of two or higher, your Kithane is going to instinctively know that what you all did is unique. 
and unheard of. And for the rest of you, oh, I guess this is something we can do. Um, we are going to begin today's story pretty much where we left off. The faculty that had gathered outside and was having conversations have all decided to move away from the incidents that have happened. Of course, they are affected by the mists. They don't fully understand what's just happened here. And in their mind, in, in their mind, Ruby's friends just showed up and you all started in, uh, like on-the-spot improv, which to the mortals, Ruby, you could imagine your colleagues, the people that you occasionally see when you substitute teach at the elementary school here, they might suspect that this is just kind of, ah, you're Ruby. Everyone yes. knows you're a little eccentric and I'm you might be prone. On a new, I'm working on a new after school program of the arts uh, to, for improv and, and don't different tell me. Of, <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just, I'm stating facts. You're just like also, going through. Also, definitely there was a gas leak. <laughs> uh, that door, my goodness, they should. So my question to you is you saying all this, is this what you're trying to tell them? No, that's what I mean by don't tell me. Are you saying all of this to, to convince them as to what it is they just saw? Sure. Why not? Because <laughs> otherwise you're speaking to the void. But if you're saying all of this to them, they might buy into what you're saying or well, they Eric, might. The I mean, and I being a puka. Tight. Yeah. You know, the, obviously they I don't want to get I don't want that door charge to come out of my paycheck. Um, so obviously I have to convince them that there was some kind of gas leak. Thank goodness. I opened the door and got some fresh air inside before the whole school went up in flames. If you want to make a charisma subterfuge roll, or actually this okay. would be manipulation subterfuge. Sure. Four. As you've kind of approached this crowd of mortals to just tell them, <laughs> Oh yeah, no, I, you know, just improv troop showing up on the side. Let's see. And uh, six or better? Six or better. <sighs> Roll those D10s. One, How many sixes two. did you get? Remember, one subtract from sixes. Yep. Oh, Eight. you're right. Mm-hmm. I got, so I got, I got three, but with one, one. So two. Two successes is all you need. I know. So one is so one success. Many. I know. I know. There was like, there was like threes and fours and... Mm. <laughs> So you, as you kind of lay this out, you see their expressions change and the, the gas leak thing seems to raise some eyebrows, particularly because that would require an entire school-wide shutdown, as well as calling in an emergency department to come and check the gas leak and everything. Oh, no, it's um, fine. It, it was in the chemistry lab. I took care of it. Obviously, Mr. Hopkins forgot to turn the burners off again. You know how he gets... When he has a, you know, I think I'm pretty sure it's his anniversary and he probably just was out in a hurry. Look, you know what? Let's not make him feel any worse than he already probably will from this. Let's just keep it between us. You know, you can the see the incredulity on their faces begin to just bleed away and they start nodding like, oh, poor oh, Mr. Hopkins. I, you know, he's so close to retirement. We don't want to we don't want to screw that up. Let's just, you know, let him have this. Let him have this it's, one. It's. 
the woman, one of the the old, one of the older women that's holding her books up to her chest, just listening to you nodding. She looks very sympathetic to what you're saying, and then you see her quirk her eyebrow for a second as she's listening to you. And she looks at the other two, and the other two are just politely nodding. And it looks like you got them, Bonnie. It, it, Ruby, I should say. It looks like you got them. It looks like they're just like, oh, okay. Like me. She leans in and goes, it, it, it's, it's, it's Haskins. It's, oh, yes, Mr. Haskins. Haskins. Sorry. Since I'm not here all the time, That's you know, okay. sometimes names get a little. Sure, mm-hmm. sure. Well, you have a nice night. It was lovely seeing you again. Okay. Bye, Larry. Bye, Sean. And uh, the immediately just kind of you get the impression that all of them are just trying to disengage at this point and kind of pull away as they scatter out um and eventually successfully manage to manipulate the mortals into thinking oh yeah no this is fine nothing is happening here the bye mary bye john <laughs> names they don't even look back <laughs> what that not not out of rudeness but, but they don't realize they're talking to them as they continue <laughs> um the mary rest john, of you are mary john potato the potato. rest of you are the rest of you are in the parking lot right now, um, still standing before Professor Scooter, which, as a quick reminder, is a very large mastiff that occasionally stands on hind legs um, and is currently checking his pockets of the purple vest that he is wearing for who knows what. You just see him patting himself down going, where did I put those? Oh, blimey, I never had them, did I? No, I was... <laughs> I was just created. Why would I have matches? <laughs> oh, oh, I could use some matches. Does anybody have matches? Matches with what? Oh, something something green, I think. Just to sort of, maybe maybe pockets of green? Well, I'm confusing myself. No, I was, I was yes, speaking of actual awesome. matches, but no, I'm, I'm very confused now. Firestarter. Yes, that's what it is. Fire starter, of course. Yes. Uh, anybody have any purpose? fire starters? Well, how yes. else am I to smoke a pipe? Well, I can't be a professor without a pipe. Do you have a pipe? Bloody hell, no, I don't. <laughs> By this time, I'm coming back and I'm like, oh, and I'm like pu- looking in my bag and I pull out like a metal pipe. No. <laughs> And I'm just pulling because I just have random stuff in my bag. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Go figure. Well, the, the... you a pipe. Oh, that would be absolutely appreciated. I feel somewhat vulnerable right now without a pipe, you know? Pan flute? I hold up a pan well, flute. I suppose, ooh, I suppose that has application. Skeeta would like to try. I don't even know if I can do this. How do we make things out of chimerical mm, crafting? Stuff. It's actually it's actually not as simple as sort of snapping your fingers. It actually takes uh-huh. some skill in using a crafting check. Knockers are Figured. known for doing this. Yeah, they are brilliant at being able to take the stuff of dreams and literally forge it into things. Um, right. Even things as simple as that. It can be a little involved, um, but not impossible. It might not be something you could pull off right away but it doesn't mean you sure. can't do what you're attempting to do what okay. if i have a lump of clay in my purse and give it to her will that be something that they could work with suppose does that help um i look at the clay and i say i think i'm thinking more chimerical to match our chimerical friend oh right right mm-hmm. i was thinking play-doh mm-hmm. i mean yes this would work to make a pipe but thank you here and i hand it back to you 
Maybe we uh, can ask Lord Amaradougal to help us. Yes, that would be great. I I would like to know if this is something because Kita remembers so little of her past selves or her past lives mm-hmm. as a changeling. Um, can I see what I might remember from my past? If there's anything that might, if this might spark any memories of crafting or. Yeah. Uh, yeah. You can always, if you've got, if you've got, uh, if you have any remembrance, you can always attempt to look back in all of your mm-hmm. past lives to see if any of this brings up anything. Okay. How do I do it? So in this case, I'm going to say make a, I might say make a wits remembrance check. So roll okay. your wits plus remembrance. All right. That's, see if you can. Yeah. That's a three die. I would probably list this the same as four. Yeah. Uh, no successes. I rolled a one and a nine. So Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, you're sitting there thinking about this. You're thinking about crafting. You know it's a simple matter of taking dream stuff and forging it. Uh, shaping dream stuff is not as complicated as some would make it out to be. But it does take a modicum of skill, specifically the crafting skill and the mm-hmm. ability to take glamour and forge it into something. There are some changings that are quite brilliant at this. But taking a simple thing like creating a pipe and forging that out of glamour or dross, as it were, which is sort of like, think of that as like the ambient residue of glamour. It's just like a little bit of glamour. Um, That's quite simple. Like that would be a difficulty six crafting check. It would just be a simple matter of using, um, you would need to use, you would definitely need to have access to the prop realm so that you could create something. But that's something you could sort of cheat by spending a point of glamour. You could be like, bam, I've got the plop, prop realm. How about them apples? Um, mm-hmm. And but then you can't from there. Crafts. <laughs> if you don't have What's crafts, that? right? You can't cheat having crafts, right? Uh, you can always try. Even if you don't have the skill, you can always make the attempt. Um, uh, yeah. I mean, it was, and, and if you did and failed, it was just rationalize how you eventually took a point in crafts later if you wanted to. Because yeah. That's how we all start. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, yeah. So if you want to give it a shot, we can do it. I'm looking at the d- dice pool here. Um, small projects, so medium projects. So it's a small project. This is going to be a dex plus crafts pool. And I don't think. Oh. Yeah. Hold on one second. I'm looking at this right now. This is great because I have not rolled a crafting check in Changeling since like. 2002 <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> i have almost nobody almost nobody does crafting yeah what's up sam um you mentioned earlier that having dross would help with this kind of crafting and i remember that when uh gira and skita fought the nightmare after gira whacked it with the entire bag uh mm-hmm. there was some Dross left over in mm-hmm. everything that's going on with the nightmare and now Professor Scooter. Is there any dross in our immediate area? Uh, no, every shred of glamour that was used as that nightmare creature has been completely reformed. It's every oh. every piece of dreaming matter that's been that was used to create that nightmare has been made into Professor Scooter. Good, a a, a, a dog of substance. 
I tried. Yes, indeed. <laughs> okay, so before the craftsman can begin the project, you must first gather the materials so that what that project will be made. Um, in this case, you don't have to worry about gathering stone or anything like that. If you don't have time to gather the desired stuff, um, I feel like if you're just trying to make a chimerical pipe, this should not be a simple matter of like, well, I need to gather chimerical wood, um, which isn't a, a weak argument to make because sometimes that indeed is what you would need to do. Um, crafting a chimerical item is not functionally different from crafting a mundane counterpart. Crafting a mundane vase and a chimerical vase use the same basic procedures. Both require a pottery wheel and training and pottery. So you would actually need to whittle. Okay, the difference lies in materials. Chimerical vase may be used, uh, may use clay gathered from the bank of a river flowing beside Silver's Gate, whereas the mundane vase can be crafted using brick potter's clay purchased at a craft store. My Play-Doh was definitely from the river. I would, I would actually argue, Ruby, that yeah. your Play-Doh, particularly because you've probably used it quite often in that very school that's not even 20 feet away from you guys. Mm-hmm. I would argue that that Play-Doh probably has a little bit of that residue glamour on it. I mean, think about it. This is material that's been played with by kids nonstop. And it's also, I would say, um, it's also been in the bag of a changeling this whole time. It's covered in glitter. I would, I, like I would that. argue that I would argue that that is, that is a ripe candidate to, to be a material. This so clay has had, already had so pipe, many other lives. Yes, mm. it's been a dinosaur. Mm. It's been a stop sign. It's been a stick person. Um, and it's, a, it's so beautiful. Yep. Also, this role is killing me. <laughs> I, I don't have any crafting skills. I know. I know. I know. For y'all, for I y'all have who are very high decks, though. If, if that makes you feel better. Oh no, yeah, me this too. Is, I also I have am, no crafting. I'm, we're, we're all. This is just Gina is so disappointed mm. in her character. Gina <laughs> <laughs> you know, without crafts. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so uh, excited. What's the point roll. in crafting? I have a single. For I have a jack of all trades. Yeah. Yeah. So for some, the good news is, is for something this simple, we don't have to get into the weeds with the crafting rule. It's actually quite straightforward. And because it's being done here on the spot, um, I would say this is a simple crafting check, which means you would need one to five successes. It's kind of like an extended action. Okay. So I would say go ahead and make your crafting check. Let's see. Um, you don't have basic tools, but no, that's not true because it's it's clay. It's clay. It's, it's clay. It's, and my fingers. Yeah, your fingers hands, are yeah. totally working as the basic tools here. Um, Sweet. Improper tools. I see. Nope, I'm going to say you've got that. You've got the basic tools, so I'm, I'm, I'm factoring in the difficulty here. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Uh, I, okay. What's Eric, up? Eric, can I argue mm-hmm. a, a help role? Yeah, what's, what would you like to do? I imagine Ashling has probably restored many vintage uh, pieces and might mm. know, like... That's what you General do with dolls, shape. right? Yeah. Well, not just dolls, but like I restore antiques. Oh, then yes. I, I would I, say I, the... I prefer toys specifically because then they get to be played with. But anything that has a use to be restored, such as a pipe, would probably be something that Ashling would gravitate towards. I could see Ashling and Gita like huddling for a second as they both kind of work on this. So what I'm going to say, Skita, is add plus one die to your roll. And I'm reducing yeah. the difficulty by one, so you'll need a five or better. 
And All right, thank you. Make your just check. so you're aware, when I was handing you it, it was up in a ball, and I did like the cool labyrinth ball rolls. <laughs> uh-huh. Nice. But the I don't know whether this is like you saying this or you Puka saying this. <laughs> oh no, yeah, I definitely you know did it. And because we kind of talked above game about using the clay now, I'm going to say in game, you start doing that after I hand it back to you. And then me and Ashling start talking about, well, maybe if we use, and then we both look at the clay and we're like, oh yeah. Mm. Changed Actually, your mind now, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Mm. Okay. <laughs> All right. Okay. So you said dex- dexterity and craft, right? Yeah, it would be dexterity and craft. Plus one and help. And just to keep to keep in mind, just as a quick reminder, um, you can spend willpower for little things like making sure you don't botch. Uh, a willpower mm. point buys you an automatic single success on a roll. Um, and you always have, there are three points y'all can use of storyteller of story points left in the pool. Mm-hmm. So keep that in what mind that too. Do? What would a story using a story point use uh, do right now? Okay. So the revised rules is you gain a specialty for a roll, which means mm. you would get an additional die and tins explode, which is mm-hmm. handy. Um, or you could say, I can't botch this roll, like spending a will PowerPoint. Um, mm-hmm. Or you can spend, this is the good one. Uh, you can spend a story point to stave off banality as our family basically runs interference on the world's crushing disbelief to try to mute your fae because mm-hmm. they believe in you. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Well, I think I would like to not botch this. <laughs> you can spend a willpower or a story so, point for that. So it's up to you. I would like to spend a story point to not botch. Thanks, Darth Pillow. Thank you, Darth for that, Pillow. For that story point, Skeeta is not going to botch this role no matter what. Okay. All right. So make your roll with an added die and you need five or better. I I just want to bookmark this in the history of our gaming group. Roll for crafting clay pipe. It's really good. It's a really good roll. Yes. One, two, three, four successes. (laughs) That's just one success away from an astonishing success. Holy crap. So with, with, Ashling's help, the two of you sit there and the two of you really get into it. Like it starts off kind of goofy and playful the way these little things do. And it becomes a fucking project. The two of you start getting more and more inspired. Ashling starts adding a little bit of like a layer around it. Like the two of you are kind of working it out. You add a little bit of a curvature to it. There's some giggles coming out as one of them does something ridiculous. And she, after she a few takes, moments. She takes her, her nails and just like very quickly carves some like detail along the stem. <laughs> okay. Yeah. With four successes, when you're done and you present the pipe, he just says, isn't that lovely? Wait. Oh and then I grab a handful of glitter. <laughs> Glitter just scatters all across his face. Oh, it was supposed just, to be on the... Oh, my bad. Whoops. He just kind Ta-da. of blinks and says, you're going to have to put it in my hand. I can't... I think I've got a few... A little bit... Everyone is so glowy now. Everyone's kind of fuzzy. Oh, yeah. Here you go. It's, it's Thank you. skin regime. You hand him the pipe and he says, Ah, and he puts it in his mouth and says, how do I look? 
Proper. Proper. I'm going to write that down on his character sheet. He now has clay pipe. Okay. He seems quite happy. There is a mastiff standing bipedal with a purple vest on, smoking a clay pipe with glitter all over his face. And he is adjusting his professor glasses as he does so. Uh, the He blows hard into the pipe, and you see all that glitter that just got sprayed onto his face just come out in a small gout, just and it goes right back into the pipe. He says, ah, yes. Yes, it's quite good. Quite good. Thank you. That, that will do just fine. I feel scholarly now. It's a glitter pipe. Yep. <laughs> it's edible. <laughs> it says, so, <clears throat> what was the world like before I came into being? edible glitter. I make sure of it. Is it? Too many of my students just lick it off the, off the paper. I don't taste anything, but uh, I, I am eating it, so you must be right. Yes, indeed. I've eaten another one. Prof? Hmm? Will you need a place to stay? I don't know. Will I? I imagine somewhere to take puppy naps. Yes, I suppose you're right. Somewhere with a grand library, preferably. A place filled with journals that I will never use. Um, anybody have one of those? And I look, and Ashling looks around the group. There's a library in there. Ah, well, I should be on my way then. Uh, do stop by the next time you're here. I am very intrigued to see what manner of books they have on glitter. And he walks towards the rear doors. Glitter, glitter. Aisle four. You see him pull open the school door and step inside. Oh dear. Well, we we made a, a, a professor scooter. This is most unusual. Uh huh. Most I've never unusual. made one before. Uh, I... Neither have I. I can't recall anyone who has. Mm, I think I've seen it once or twice, but it's pretty rare. It's well, <laughs> hmm. So what's about this costume party you were telling me about? Oh. At the it's school. not a costume party. Um, it's a, uh, charm school formal, I guess. Yes. Indeed. If you, I mean, you know, what's funny, <sighs> aren't all parties kind of costume parties, especially formal ones. Like we all just get dressed up in clothes that we don't normally wear. So it's kind of like a costume party. If you go to enough parties, then they are what you normally wear. That is true. That is true. Then it's a costume party for me. <laughs> Are we late? Oh, what time is it? 
Look at, at about me. now, it's yeah, it's it's actually creeping up on like five forty-five at this point. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, so, we sh- we should get going. Actually, it's getting dark out. Okay. Ashling picks up her scooter and starts wheeling. Okay. I will follow <laughs> wherever. I'll, yeah. I'll call a lift. And I get out my phone and start calling lift. Okay. Unless Do I need oh, no, to wait. change. You're lovely as you are. Yeah. Ashling takes off one of her coats and gives it to you. She's now down to like four layers of clothing. So exposed. So exposed. That looks nice yep. on you. Would you like it? They always say black was my color. <laughs> it looks yeah, really that nice. Looks really, it does, yeah. Look you should that. keep it. I mean, I have one pretty similar at home, but thanks. I'm really glad you're all right. Oh, right. Me too. <laughs> yeah, that was uh, not, not the after school program I was, I was working on. How many nightmares are there on land? How many? Oh, I... millions. Genius. All the time, yes. I would like Ashling yeah. to make a willpower roll, please. Yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> She's just all everywhere. Everywhere. They're everywhere. Okay. I thought, too, Six. just today. So I know. Okay, wait. What, it, what is a willpower roll? What, it, what so am I? So it's literally, you're rolling, you're rolling a number of D10s equal to your willpower pool. So however okay. many permanent dots of willpower you have. Okay. You make Excellent. that roll. Excellent. You want sixes. Okay. Roll. Okay. <laughs> okay, question. Yes. T- tens don't explode when there's not a specialty, correct? That's right. Okay. Yeah, That's four successes. I rolled an eight, okay. a nine, and two tens. What? You feel a mild shiver up your spine and nothing more. Hmm. But it is very reminiscent of something. And that's as, as much as you get. You just feel this vague... Have you ever had those moments where you're in a conversation with a group of friends and somebody says something and it strikes a chord of deja vu and then you can't help but feeling like maybe it's because you dreamed it a few nights ago? Well, in this Not case, necessarily. Absolutely. Mm. As yeah. soon as I, if I notice that shiver a little bit, um, just nonchalantly, I'm going to just like shrug the coat off and put it back on her and be like... You know, I actually think what I'm wearing is pretty appropriate for this, so. Oh, okay. And she, she, she puts it back on um, mm-hmm. and, then, and then zips it up. Um, um, yes, um, all over. But is that what you mean? 
the dream kind or more? We're near There's a score? Well, sure, we saw one just this afternoon. Two? Is that all mm. you do on land, fight nightmares? No, sometimes you say hello to them. Hello. Yeah, it's a little weird that we saw two today. This is the first Ruby's hearing of this and going, uh, so maybe fill me in. Oh, yeah. I, I, I might have lost count. Last time I checked, pipsqueak. <laughs> not a nightmare. No, no, not pipsqueak. Uh, we encountered someone who goes to Guerra school and there was a nightmare attached to her and we had to fight it and get rid of it. So this is our second nightmare of the day. Hmm. Which, yeah, doesn't seem, I, I don't remember in our, you know, training, learning. Uh, yeah, it, it doesn't seem like it should be quite this frequent that we come across them. We might want to bring it up to Sir hmm. Agatha. Hmm. Just to, you know, check. If it were this frequent, I'm sure someone would have told me about them in land preparation. Right, exactly. Hmm. Maybe. You know I'm just... Oh, yeah, go ahead. Oh, uh, and and uh, Ashton kind of gets shy at the fact that she's speaking so much and there's like a lot happening. Um, and, and then she just says, maybe this has something to do with what Lord Deadwater was talking about at court. If it's beginning more frequent, he, he did mention that there was more dangers. Not that I mm. liked anything that the man said, but he, he did warn of, of danger. Coming to the barony. That's true. That is true. I'm sure it has uh, something to do with that and not anything other than that. Yeah. Well, danger is my middle name. As I pull up my ID and it actually has danger. <laughs> oh, wait. Oh, wow. That That's surprising. <laughs> How many IDs do you own? Just the one. Oh. <laughs> Is it a common middle name? No, my dad thought it'd be funny. In case uh, I ever the, went into, you know, the secret agent business. <sighs> Almost did. Right, I remember you telling me. <laughs> You've lived such a thrilling life, Ruby. I mean, when you've seen the kind of things I've seen. I can only imagine. Thrilling can also be my middle name as I pull out a second ID. <laughs> <laughs> Wait. <laughs> so about that party. Yeah, still waiting for the lift. Um, and actually... <laughs> Uh, as the lift is approaching, I'm going to uh, call Sir Agalia. I said Agatha before. I meant Sir Agalia. Oh, yeah. Ow. I'm going to call Sir Agalia. Okay. 
Scrolling through the numbers. See if he's a dog mm-hmm. person. So <laughs> you see the number come up, up on the screen, rings a few times, and you hear her answer on the other line. And hear that sort of somewhat husky voice just say, hello. Sergalia. Hi, it's Skeeta. <laughs> Skeeta. Hi. Is everything all right? Well, everything's all right now. But um, as members of the barony, we wanted to be responsible and let you know that we ran into two nightmares today. Really? Is that normal? Hold, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me just get this. You hear somebody, sounds like somebody's like messing with blankets or something. And you hear the, the sounds of probably somebody putting on a shirt. And then you hear, all right, tell me what happened. You encountered nightmares. Is that right? Mm-hmm. Like yep. one earlier okay. today and then one okay. just recently. Give me the details. Tell me, okay. tell me what happened exactly. I tell her exactly what happened. <laughs> As this is going on, the lift arrives and I go, I open the door like lift for Skeeta. That's me. And I get in and shut the door. Running, running on the phone. Is everyone else piling <laughs> into the, the uh, door. piling into the, uh, the, the ride? Oh, I thought they were scootering. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, you can see it's to, to be clear, though, it is it is a bit of a trek up to the. To yeah, the oh. school. I remember it being narrated as a touch uphill. Yes, oh, it I would be, have, it's just my mental image, but I feel like most of Point Casta is sort of a little bit slopey. As you go north, it slopes up. Yeah. Yes, as yeah. it goes north, the altitude. And so like north of Point Casta, when you get to the School of Etiquette, it is it's about three or four miles outside of Point Casta. Okay, yeah. I'll stop the yeah. lift. Skeeto would have ordered also a car large enough to fit four people in a chair. Sure, sure. Okay. So it's like SUV and yeah, just grab that door before. Before <laughs> <laughs> Rubik shut it. Oh, my bad, my bad. Before they drive off on you for seeing. It's fine. One by one, you all pile into the car. Woman nods to everybody. Says hi, just hi. a moment, and you hear on the other line. Uh, Gilly says, "What's that?" Oh, sorry, we're, we're heading to uh, an event tonight. I uh, was just talking and, to our, our and the woman in the front says, "I can see that party." <laughs> okay, oh, she pulls away from the curb as you are all, and uh, I have to ask. This is very important. I have to know. What are we wearing? Is Holly experiencing a car ride for the very first time in their <gasps> life? Yes. Because I can't think of a, a time when, like, they most of their other land stuff has been at uh, the bail fight. Like, mm-hmm. so I don't know when they would have. That's what I was thinking, too. I think this is correct. I think they're just getting into a box. I mean, like, they followed Ashling into a closet. You just get into small places sometimes on land. It's it's like cave swimming. Yeah. And this so one had big, people. cushy chairs. And everyone yeah. was sharing. It's like a big chair that everyone gets to share. Yeah. 
I'm sitting. I'm I'm sitting very very close uh, to Ashling. So there's like a little bit of. I think there's middle seat space so that like the call isn't interfered. Mm-hmm. I still don't. I've been edging closer to the glowing half conversation. <laughs> uh huh. I swear <laughs> I can hear something inside it. <laughs> um, um, seeing Holly's excitement uh, of like being in the car, I'm going to mm-hmm. lean forward and go. I used to teach driver's ed. I can teach you how to drive later this week if you really want to give it a go. Who's Ed? <laughs> Thursday. Thursday. You and me. All right. Thursday. And Ed. Okay. I'll meet You'll- you and Ed on Thursday. Perfect. And Ruby's already figuring out, okay, where are the driver's ed cars again? Does she remember how to hotwire them? Yeah, okay, it'll be fine. This conversation is painful for Ashley. <laughs> Can I drive with a tail? Yes. I, look, we're going to figure it Can out. Can you drive yeah. well with a tail? No. That remains to be seen. Actually, you know what, though? I'll Hand be there. with this, I'm just saying. I'm a Technically, driver. Technically, all you need to do is take off the parking brake and anybody can drive. It's true. <laughs> it's just what happens afterwards as it takes place. That's in question. This is why you're going to want to stick around in the barony of olives, my friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Can Holly drive? They are specifically uh, prohibited from putting points into it uh, at start. Welcome so to the world of darkness. Look, Ruby's been lo- <laughs> driving since she was like three. Grant you, they were bumper cars in a carnival, but... I got an early That's start. That's the opposite of what you want to do with these sorts of cars. <laughs> but being so good at hitting things makes you also learn how not to. I suppose that's true. I don't think that's true at all. Uh, you heard the driver <laughs> say. I, I have to. I have to say, I've never had to practice smashing into things to know not to. Kind of like the oven. I never really ever had to stick my head in an oven. No, not stick my head in an oven. All right, look, who's the driver's ed teacher here? You or me? Exactly. I teach teach on Saturdays and I teach on Mondays. (laughs) Fantastic. Well, thank goodness we don't teach on the same days because obviously, um, you know, I I think our our teaching styles differentiate. She nods and says, "I'm just like looking at. I'm like looking at her eyes in the in the mirror. You see this. You see this smile on her face. And uh, go ahead and make an empathy roll for me. This is gonna be wits Aww. and empathy. Oh no, wits. Mm-hmm. Okay. Make a wits empathy roll. For oh, me. I'm good at wits. It was the other one. I'm not good at. <laughs> How many? What do I have to roll again? Six or better." It's always six. Yeah. Unless I give you something else. Yeah. Ah, damn it. I mean, it's good. One, two, three, three successes, but technically two because I rolled a one again. So two successes. Yeah. She's not doing a great job at it. She's not a natural born liar, but she's kidding you right now. You definitely get the, you definitely, it takes you a hot Mm -hmm. second, Ruby, before you realize she's totally not a driver's ed teacher. She's totally just joking with you. As she makes co- eye contact with me, she doesn't come to a full rolling stop. And I'm like, that would have been Mark's. And I'm making notes. She says, I didn't say I was a good, good driver's ed teacher. <laughs> oh, you're muted. 
I think I'm doing this so um, Skeeta can continue the conversation without it being mm-hmm. overheard by the driver, considering that I'm sure whatever mm-hmm. Elisa is about to say is not a normal conversation you'd have on a phone in a lift. I mean, you obviously have never been in a lift with me. This is Bonnie speaking, but you're not wrong. Yeah, it's true. It's not a it's not a normal conversation. What do you you report this to her? She gets the information from you, Skeeta, and you hear some silence on the end of the phone. She says, where are you right now? In a car. Okay. That's really unusual. Should we be worried? Is it, is it yes. worrisome? Is she worried? I, I think that's worrisome. Oh. Is I that Ashley, I can hear whispering behind you? Yes. Hello. Yes. You really keep your volume up on your phone very can loud. You, is she, can you lean in? I cannot hear her. Oh, uh, I put my very strange mouth you, very close you are to like, the phone. Uh, you're like two centimeters away from <laughs> Skeeta's mouth as the two of you are like pressing into the phone. And she just says, yes, it's, it's worrisome. That's... Well, mm-hmm. one of them is now a very lovely professor dog. The less worrisome. Yeah. I don't understand what that means. Um, Explain that to me, please. Sort of. Um, well, Hallie, uh, that the one of the nightmares happened to be a dog outside of a school, which makes sense considering the culmination of nightmares from children and dreamers, especially. But um, the dog sort of uh, was going to attack one of our motley, but Hallie had the idea of showering it with empathy and love and releasing the nightmare, sort of the way you record a dream in a journal and so it sort of drifts away and is no longer scary and inside of you. Um, But then all of our powers combined sort of made it wake up, as it were. With really all this going on, Ruby's completely trying to like be like, okay, and then uh, when you're actually driving in a different country, there's different rules that you have to follow. So the blinkers are actually the opposite of what you'd want to use because you drive on the opposite side. It's like it's like a mirror, you know. So I'm like trying yeah. to obviously cover mm-hmm. up the conversation that makes no sense. Yeah, and does. you can tell on the other end of the phone that she's struggling a little bit to understand what's being said, but she. You do hear her say, that's weird. It was quite beautiful, actually. I'm I'm going to call you back, Skeeta. I, okay. I need to check a few things, but you did the right thing calling me and letting me know. It oh, is good. weird. You're going to run okay. into nightmares occasionally. Chimerical creatures always pop in. Like... It's a good thing, really. It just means the dreaming is close. They're just dangerous is the problem. So let me talk to some people. But where? first of all, tell me where, you all, you, where you're headed right now so just so I can get an idea of where you are. Oh, yeah, no problem. And I just share my um, – if I know that she has a smartphone too, I'll share my location with her. Oh, with oh, okay, yeah, not a problem. She says, okay, I've, okay, I see you. Okay, I'm, I'm going to call you – back but there's probably going to be a lot more questions because that is kind of weird what you described is weird <laughs> your instinct okay. is right okay oh, good. Um, okay uh, so just keep an eye on your phone and i will talk to you soon okay 
All right. Okay. Okay. Bye. All right. Bye. Uh, and I'll say, I'll interrupt the combo happening in the front of the car and say, oh, uh, Ruby, uh, and, uh, oh my God, I'm so sorry. It's been two weeks. What is your, Hallie. oh, Holly, 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 Ruby and Holly turns out those, um, rabid dogs. It was, uh, strange, not normal. So, uh, we're, uh, animal control has been alerted. And we should hear back something. There might be more questions later. Great. Ashling, are we still leaning? Leaning? Yeah. We're all leaning very, very near to Skeeta. Are we still yes, leaning? Absolutely. <laughs> okay, we're listening. still leaning. So uh, the holler and, and Holly, Holly is right there. That's oh, what okay. we're doing. We're we're all leaning into the glowing device. I figured it out, y'all. <laughs> uh, Except for me, I'm leaning except, over over no. the driver's shoulder, giving her pointers on. Ruby is indifferent to, to the glowing there. device, and I look out the window. Yes, it's. It seems to be. You're able to connect the dots. I think it's easy enough to connect the dots that as you move, what you see on that little screen is also moving in tandem. No, I I think, you know, you're in the thing, so you don't realize the thing moves. And then you look outside and we're we're moving so quickly right now. Yes. Yeah. I am unleaning. I am plastered. Like against the, 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 the what? Yeah, Holly, cool? you are easily moving as fast as a swordfish right now, except on land. <sighs> yeah, this is this must be what it is. What it, like you're you 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 don't think a mako shark could swim as fast as you're swimming through the the air right now? Oh, look, 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 look! What is it? Another danger? Yes, actually, I was going to say something. Speeding is also a couple points off, um, and I'm, I'm making notes on my pad. She says, we're not allowed to drive faster than the speed limit. That's monitored, and she points at the cell phone. Says, Yes, I was just limit. making sure you knew that. Okay. You all make your winding way up, and Holly, you're starting to see the ocean from altitude as y'all are gaining height driving up into the hills just north of the Barony. The green hills of South Central California sprawled out around you very much like, and I know y'all will get this reference, but it's it's very similar, not quite as dramatic as the Malibu Canyon Drive, where you can see a lot of the greenery um, and the hillsides. Mm -hmm. uh, it's quite lovely. But from this angle, too, you can see the beautiful, glittering, expansive seaside view of the ocean with the golden path running down the middle. Um, and it's sunset, like it's approaching sunset. So you're getting a good look at the Pacific Ocean right now. Having probably, I imagine, never seen your home the way you're seeing it right now and the way land dwellers have been seeing it all of their lives. It usually glitters the other way. Hmm. Have you never been up this high before? 
Did you I say you needed some glue? Oh. I got to see it when I was with Skeeta at her place. The sharp one. But not with the light like this. Hmm. It's really beautiful, right? Why don't you go in more often? It's so pretty. That's a great question. Oh. I don't. I don't think I know how to swim. And Holly falls back into the seat of the car like a years-long mystery was just solved for them. (laughs) Of course. They're going to be silent and contemplative for the rest of this trip. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, finally. (laughs) (laughs) Well, arriving at your destination is quite the experience unto itself as the car pulls up to the very top of one of these hills where it levels out and is flat. You can see a lot of the grass up here is clearly the product of landscaping. So you see a big acres and acres plot of of beautiful green, fresh-kept grass and the three buildings that make up Imogen Gale's College of Etiquette. You can see they look like sort of... uh, a modernized attempt at recreating Victorian manor style living. There is a very large dorm building. It's about three stories and it looks like it's probably the living quarters. Um, It's large. It's quite large and it might be where the event is held tonight. And it's quite beautiful. It has like sort of, again, modeled after a Victorian style. It has sort of the Romanesque pillars and the very beautiful wooden framed outdoors where it has everything's very elegant and very simple. Lots of bushes and flowers being kept everywhere. A beautiful big blue sign out front that has the name of the school and the year it was established. Um, you see a couple of smaller houses, which looks like it's probably the faculty area as well as uh, classroom areas. But you also see a lot of outdoor activities as well, like places where people play badminton and all of the other sort of uh, like, like <laughs> for lack of a better way of describing it, sort of the high society sport style stuff you don't have to get too sweaty for. Um, and there is a large parking lot. When you are all pulling up, each one of you needs to make a kinning check for me. Okay. Kenning and what? Car, so this is going to be a, a perception kinning check. Okay. So as you all yeah, and pull in the corner, <laughs> come to a stop. Car comes to a stop. Wow. So I rolled my one die. A quick reminder to the audience. Kinning is a changeling's ability to sense the presence of the dreaming or Mm -hmm. to sense the presence of glamour or its presence, like in, in regards to like, not just magical items, but just a general, you rolled your one die. You seem anxious to tell us. I got a nine. I did it. You did quite well. My one die. Your fairy sight, your ability to sense glamour in all forms. You can recognize the power of cantrips and freeholds, identify slumbering changelings, and even discover the elusive prodigals and their magic. Three successes. 
Nice. Okay. Uh, I also got three with the focus on hidden magic and insightful as my two um, things. They, they, I exploded. Oh, okay. Uh, I bought nothing. You botched. Okay. You're still in the car. <laughs> Yay. It's a botch. Um, it's our first botch of the game. Actually. <laughs> Amazing. I had one die to roll and it rolled a one. I rolled a one. So botching happens as a quick reminder, to those who are watching botching happens when you roll your D 10, you're aiming for a six. If you roll a bunch of sixes and a bunch of ones and it cancels out all the successes, that's still just a failure. If you roll no successes to begin with and a couple of ones or a one, you've botched. It's the World of Darkness equivalent of rolling a natural one in D&D. So in this case, what school? You're, you're just staring at the ocean like, man, look at the mountains. Like, look at all the mountains. You've seen mountains like this, but they're underwater. They don't have so much greenery all over them. Um. With, uh, I wouldn't say your hidden magic is necessarily coming into play here, but definitely you're insightful. Okay. So definitely would explode, yeah. But those of you who rolled one success, uh, let me let me just go around the table real quick. So y- you got one success, Ruby. So as y'all are pulling up, it's enough to actually even make a puka still for a moment. You feel the presence of the dreaming here which might be somewhat unexpected considering what this place is. It's subtle, but it's there. What form that takes, you're not sure, but you can feel the presence. Um, Skeeta, you rolled two, is that correct? Three. Three successes. Yeah, Skeeta, it's much more refined. You were able to sort of dig a little deeper as you kind of all what happens is, is everyone except for Holly is able to just sort of like, Oh, when you look out to see the school, everything about the school matches the description of a place that you would all expect to just be banal. Like you would absolutely expect this place to have banality everywhere. It seems to be a place where rigid instruction is taught, where imagination is suppressed It seems to be a place where people are told they need to act like someone they are not as to not embarrass themselves and their families. Like it has all of the classic trademarks of banality. And yet you definitely feel the presence here. This place is actually alarmingly close to the dreaming. You can feel it. And then... (laughs) Ashling, how many did you have total? I also got three. Three successes. It's the same for you. And it's kind of like a quiet gaze between you and Skeeta as you're feeling it. That's also Mm -hmm. met with an affirmation from even Ruby, who, Ruby, seeing their expressions, the three of you realize you're experiencing the exact same thing right now. This is not what you expected. Not by a long shot. And then there's Holly who's pressed up against the window and doesn't even know to get out of the car right now. I'm not calibrated to land dreaming. Shifts in, in how close one it. I, I don't really have a good sense of it yet. Mm. And also, I don't, I don't know if you've noticed, but you can see the ocean from here. <laughs> <laughs> oh. 
Well, thank you for the ride. Yeah, one by one, you all pile out of the car. I just and rated she, you five stars. And I like, she's oh. like, I'm not going to lie. You were a blast. Thank you so much. <laughs> I hope you I really turned, did. I, 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 turned say, to, I turned to Skeeta. I was like, Raider, five stars. Oh. She gives you all a wave as she pulls away from the curb and starts making her way back down. But from what y'all can tell right now, y'all are the only people currently outside here even though it's getting close to sundown, but you can see plenty of lights on in the dormitory areas. Um, and you can tell just from the activity of noise. Um, and you can't see a banner. There is a banner that here that says that the formal is this evening. The formal orientation is being held in the main hall. Do you think all of this magic is just coming from our new friend? I mean, this is so much. It's a lot, right? I don't, I don't know. I'm, I mean, we were with her earlier. Well, and we, we should explore. Fabulous. Yes, definitely. Who are we talking about? The school. Yetta. Oh, oh, yes. oh, that new friend. Yetta. Oh, yes. Yes. Yetta, yes. There could be a f- couple of reasons. But this is strange. I've uh, never she hasn't been here very long. That's right. quite a lot of magic to seep into one building from one Kithane. Yeah, it's almost as if something has changed here. Maybe this is why Geta was sent here. Maybe it's safe. Oh, maybe. I hmm. think Holly's right. We should explore. Oh, good. I'm glad they picked up direction. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go. Ruby is so confused because she has no idea who they're talking about, but she's not going to say anything <laughs> and not question it. It's a costume party. Your, party. Yeah. Um, where would you all like to go first? There are three buildings. There, it looks like the large administrator building. The second building, which is the sort of the middle building, is down a beautiful concrete path that leads through this sort of campus area where you see lots of beautiful bushes that have all been set up. Um, some of them are blooming right now. The, the grounds are very well kept. And that building is further towards the back. You're going to pass under a bunch of trees, a couple of benches where people can sit, um, a couple of tables where you see like marbled inlaid chess boards that are actually crafted into the stonework of the table themselves for players. Mm-hmm. Um, a large wide open area. It's quite lovely. And towards the very back, uh, is that large one-story building that is the main, like, sort of, like, classroom area as well as event hall. And then to the left is the dorm room, which is three which is three floors. You are all definitely getting the sense that the filthy rich go to this place. Mm-hmm. Um, Ashling uh, sort of positions herself to be last within the, like, party. Um, uh-huh. Hey, because... Because it's, it's about to be a very, very crowded environment. And B, um, the intention is to follow um, to follow Holly wherever they go because they seem to not be sensing the same thing. And in the same way, when you're sort of you're with a child who's at a park or at a, an amusement park or something like that, you sort of they, they sort of find their own whimsy and you can find. They, they, they find the current naturally with their innocence of where magic is. Um, and and since 
since Ashley's expression. Yeah, is most inclined to to to. Uh, I can't remember how we say it because we practiced with gray mare, but uh, it's Gremorai. Gremorai with Gremorai and Kinning. I think mm-hmm. I think she's aware that that Holly might lead them to to ho- that Holly might lead them to a place of of where this is sprouting. Um, <laughs> although, just as a quick thing, um, as again with the language of my people, as it has <laughs> evolved over the years, uh, gray mare is not incorrect. Oh, either. okay. So you could call it Gray. It's it's originally it's pronounced Gemari, but what is also commonly acknowledged from people who study the language is that both are completely acceptable. Descriptivism. <laughs> we support yeah. it. Then Gina will yeah. call it Gray Mare, and unfortunately, Ashling would probably be very literal considering it is history. Yeah, I can see Ashling's <laughs> head literally twisting around exorcist style and looking at her player and going, please don't. Please. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you kind of linger in the back and you're pretty much not only watching over Hallie, but kind of monitoring Hallie. And, and like Hallie would be a tuning fork for what's going on right now, like everything that's happening around them. Um, the rest of you, as you kind of push further down the path to the point where you kind of get in the middle of, think of it like a triangle at this point. So if you guys are sort of in the middle here and the two buildings are sort of offset from each other, but they're left and right, and then up ahead is the main hall, you have your options of going to any of the buildings first, but none of you are getting a specific idea of where this strange ambient presence of glamour is coming from. But it feels powerful it almost feels shockingly enough to those of you who rolled the three successes almost feels like you've entered a freehold what you are feeling you are feeling the and as far as you know as everyone has all told you there is only one freehold in the barony of olives Point Reed should be the only place where there is a freehold here. And it is remarkably rare to see two freeholds of almost the same power level this close to one another in this day and age. It's definitely unheard of. I would like to... As we're walking and figuring out which direction to go, um, Skeeta, I believe, has some prior knowledge of this school before, but not much. So I just want to know what she would know about, like, is there a new... Yeah, like, I know, I think above game, Mm -hmm. Aliza knows there might be a new headmaster. But yeah, I just want to know, like, if I have to do, like, a general... Right, you went to talent shows. Yeah, yeah, that's right. I went to talent shows. So I've been here before. Things feel different now, but I'd like to maybe just see if I could just do a general, like, yeah. What did I know before? <laughs> a vibe that, check. I don't, th- I, I don't know if I would have you. I think what I'm going to do is I'm going to have you roll intelligence plus enigmas. Okay. Intelligence plus enigmas. Which is a skill. Right, I have that. And Great. I'm going to keep, I'm going to keep, if y'all don't mind, I'm going to keep just sort of 
because uh, a lot of a lot of our family is actually seeing Changeling for the first time and is learning mm-hmm. it. So a lot of these skills that appear in the Changeling, the Dreaming character sheets are unique to Changeling. So Enigmas, you can probably guess what that is. It, it's very similar to like an investigation role or piecing things together. It's not the same mm-hmm. as investigation. Investigation is its own separate skill. But Enigmas represents a character's ability to solve logic problems, puzzles, and mysteries, and overall just be a Sam Delev. <laughs> so go ahead. Oh my and- gosh. Oya had a skill in this. Oh, yeah. Hmm. Ah. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. I got two successes. Yeah, okay. You start asking some of your... You start asking yourself questions like, I was here that one time. And I did see, I mean, when was that? It must have been just last year, which raises the question, when was this place built? And then you remembered as you were driving in, it said established 2020. It's relatively new. Only the last two years, maybe a year and a half. No, you don't recall feeling it last time, but you also know Skeeta, that your connection to the dreaming has been growing exponentially since you underwent the seining. You got your name when you were introduced into the barony. Like, you've come to understand things. You were kind of a fledgling back then. You were just coming out of your chrysalis and kidding with something you probably weren't really that tapped into at the time. Mm. So it's possible that you just missed it, or it's possible that it wasn't here. But this place is relatively new. You all see Skeeta actually like having these cartoonish thoughts. <laughs> um, her, by the way, the voice of her thoughts is Eric Campbell. So <laughs> that's literally what she was thinking. Like, yeah, all these thoughts were like she was hearing the voice of Eric Campbell say these things. Yeah, that's that's true. Well, yeah, could be. That's my normal thoughts <laughs> voice. <laughs> In I go straight life. into Emperor's New Groove, where I'm just like, "What the? How long has that been there?" Um, <laughs> um yeah. So, Skeeter, kind of okay. Interesting. Huh, well, okay. Any any thoughts on which way to go first? Where should we explore? Holly is employing fishy logic. Um, mm-hmm. you know, uh, how. In the deep sea, a real reliable way of getting fishes to come say hello is to be a pretty bright light. They're going to follow the, the lights. Um, I remember as we were uh, driving up, Eric mentioned that some of the buildings had lights. Well, Keteris Parabus and like the, Holly doesn't have any reason to recognize any of one of these buildings over the other. So Keteris Parabus, the pretty lights building. Whatever building has nice pretty lights. <laughs> also, uh, just a bit of a warning. If anybody out there ever decides to experiment in going scuba diving one day, particularly if there's barracuda in the water, which are perfectly safe to swim with, just make sure you take off your rings, off your fingers, or any other shiny objects you have, and do not stick Why? your hands up. Also, don't uh, go to at them. Don't, yes, don't do that. Because uh, as Sam has graciously pointed out, fishies tend to be uh, attracted to shiny things. And if they see shiny ring on, shiny, on finger and you're sticking your hand out, they'll just think, ah, fishy. Little shiny 
Little shiny oh. fish. Like, like oh. small, sparkly, mm-hmm. fishy, easy to hunt. And they're ambush mm. hunters, so they'll go from just sitting there staring at you Those to kill. launching themselves at you at incredible speeds. And they will, yeah, they will take a, they will, they will sample. They will take a sample. Ooh. Otherwise, they don't care. You can just swim around Barracuda. They won't bug yeah, you. Yeah, I've seen a whole fish, ton of Barracuda. Yeah. They just, they're mostly just they don't bodies, care. But then again, I don't wear a lot of shinies. Yeah. Also, and, and this will conclude, but generally speaking, fish logic is uh, if it can't fit into my mouth, I'm not going to bother. It's literally how fish work. They're like, oh, yeah, no, I can't eat that. I'm moving on. <laughs> In retrospect, right. this further contextualizes the very, very, very large pink berry for Holly. <laughs> Indeed. <laughs> Versus like the little tapas vibe we went with. This makes sense. So Are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Sorry. We don't normally. I just, I love it. I, I just saw literally <laughs> we got an off-screen message. Lisa's literally going to go grab her Pinkberry that just got delivered. <laughs> sponsor us, Pinkberry. I'm telling you. Sponsor oh, us. We you were all at us. the very beginning. Like, we had enough trouble nice. with from the beginning. problematic. I'm just saying food. sponsor us. I I uh, Elise, I totally called you out. That was just too perfect. <laughs> I was like, Elise is going to go get some pink berry. <laughs> I was trying to be discreet. No, your professionals you are welcome here. <laughs> From the very beginning, when poor Ryan Green was just trying to get you poor a coffee, Ryan Green. Campbell, just trying to yeah. Um. So the one place that has lights on that is closer to you is the dorm rooms. Uh, the, the main event hall right now is being prepared, so there are lights on in there as well as the, the administration building, but yes, they are very plentiful in the dorm room area, which is three floors. Yeah, and uh, the administrative building is shut down right now, is like not really a thing. Pretty lights here, nothing in particular over there. All things being equal, lights. Okay. Into the dorm so room y'all are, they go. So is the Motley headed to the dorm rooms then? Unfortunately. <laughs> I'm just following um, wherever they go because they obviously know more than I do, even though I won't admit that. You're following an extrovert. I'm so sorry. It's awful. <laughs> the entryway, you were greeted with the standard fare of like a high-end sort of New York lobby where it's glossy tiled floors and a random table in the center with a huge, beautiful flower bouquet, mirrored walls, uh, lined mailboxes, and a very spacious uh, set of elevators, elevators, like two of them in this building. Um, And you also see the halls that go down. It's actually, it's starting to occur to you as you all enter into this building for the size of the building. When you step inside the hallway and you can see the, the, the main hall that goes down to the other end of the building, there's only about eight doors per side, which is giving you kind of an idea of how large the rooms are here. You see eight doors on one side and eight doors on the other. Starting to kind of map out the idea that there's probably not as many students going here as that could be, per se. It's probably everyone who just goes here lives like royalty. Um, each door looks like it has uh, the names of the occupants as well as the room number. And there are a lot of people in the hallway. 
You see a lot of mortals in here that are having conversations. And the moment you all enter, you definitely get the sense from everyone around you all that they're all meeting for the first time or still getting to know each other. Because you're hearing a lot of first-time conversations of where are you from and, uh, and like, oh my God, yes, I've been to that school. That school was wild. And like talking these sort of like aha moments of people meeting each other for the very first time, disagreements and whatnot. But uh, it's a filled bottom hallway of what you can see is about if there's eight people per room or if there's eight people per side of the of the thing. So you're looking at you would expect to see 16 people down here, but you can already tell that from the gathering that's starting to, to take place here on this first floor, there's most of the dorms are probably filtering into the lobby by the time you all enter. You all get a few looks. But What's not the many. age range? Um, it looks like early to mid college range. So you see a few people that are probably just out of high school. But you definitely see some people here that are probably in their mid to late 20s. Okay. Judging by how they carry themselves and how they're dressed. Um, but for the most part, that seems to be the age group that you're all... It's very much Gita's age group. So it seems you know, relatively like fresh young recruit style. No one double takes when they see the Motley walk in, despite the the motley-esque vision that greets them when they look in your direction. But no one disregards you either. You can see a couple of lingering looks as people kind of double-take for a moment and they go back to their conversations. Skeeta's mortal side suddenly feels very out of place, like the mom in the dorm room. Yeah. Uh, So (laughs) she kind of hangs back. Which kind of try, tries to look kind of more casual. Um, yeah, because, of course, all they see is your mortal seemings. They just see mm-hmm. these kids come in of uh, varying age groups. And uh, also, they didn't see you at orientation and you don't have any luggage. So they're all kind of like kind of craning their heads a little bit, looking at all y'all. Um, and actually, just scanning the room, the hallway or the lobby for Gira. Do we see her? Go ahead and make a perception plus alertness roll for me. And Gina, I saw you say something, but you're muted. Oh, oh! I was just saying this is my worst nightmare. <laughs> a slew of. You already fought two today. I know. Mm-hmm. Those I understand. Okay, one, two, two. So many. No sign of Gita. Okay. You don't see Gita anywhere down here. Um, there is a directory. Oh, mm-hmm. I will There's a directory stroll over the wall. to that. I'll stroll over Gita there. Gita is on the third floor. Okay. Room three. This I is look Ruby's at- dream. Mm-hmm. Chaos. Just uh-huh. already <laughs> into chaos. the crowd and the social and is meeting the land dwellers and really they are also new here and so the vibe is bizarrely alike though the circumstances are different they are into what they were here to do yeah i mean holly again the way we're playing out appearances the stat in this game you were 
gaining the attention of a lot of people as you move into the room. People are picking up on your energy. People are picking up on the way you're presenting themselves. And folks are walking up to introduce themselves to you um, and asking all sorts of, what did you get here? Uh, I, I thought I'd met everybody. I'm so sorry. I'm terrible with names. And like introducing themselves. Uh, while y'all are kind of looking around, Skeeta, you glance over and you look at the names and you find Gator's name. Um, it's, of course, under her mortal name, though. So as you're skimming through it, you, you almost for a split second, as you as you pass over Dorothy, you kind of pause and go back and you're like, oh, Dottie. Oh, you remember Dottie. Ga- okay, that's Gita. You see third floor, room three. When you glance back, you see your motley staring at <laughs> Holly, who is getting surrounded by people who are engaging in their own conversations, but it's very much, um, it's, it's a lot. They're kind of starting to crowd a little bit and ask questions and saying hi to people. They're being very friendly, but um, it's very much right now, Holly, uh, and, and Holly may process this differently than Sam DeLeff, but it's, it's very the, much. It, it is the big difference between us. Holly isn't going to feel crowded. <laughs> okay. Yeah. You're used to swimming in schools they, of fish. Right. They're <laughs> swimming in a school. This is yeah. great. They are pulling uh, and and they are pulling social focus. Mm-hmm. Uh, is the other side effect like is the effect? They're running interference of, uh, on the nightmare. This appearance. Uh, so yeah, it's it's kind of pulling the spotlight away and creating some space, some shadow for Ashling. As Ashling well is, as a, is, is against the wall. Yeah, and like anytime feeling, someone gets close, just like activates her her like jello bones and just like scoots around <laughs> it. It's just like, nope. Yeah, I feel like Ruby would probably pick up off. on that too. But very and happy just, here. And so if uh if anyone else were investigating, um Holly might be uh uh pulling focus from the lobby. If anyone were to I don't know. Ashley, yeah. Please roll perception plus kinning. Okay. Would either of the fancy boys take into effect? Mm. Insightful or hidden magic? No, not in this case. Okay. The fancy boy. I love you. <laughs> Are you sure? Because I rolled so many tens. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. As you're. As, Ooh, but also a, a lot of ones. Okay, wait. That cancels out. One, two, three. Okay, so only two. I rolled a bunch of ones. You catch it in the glimpse of your eye as the anxiety starts to build in you. You press back against the wall. You know that there's a presence of glamour here, and you're just kind of like fighting it back. You can see Holly is kind of pulling a, a lot of the attention away. Um, it's caught in the corner of your eye because, again, there are mirrors all over the wall. Uh-huh. And so as you glance to the right, you, you freeze for a moment. You catch a glimpse of what looks like a figure made out of pure shadow standing, staring out from one side of the mirror. It has only one baleful yellow eye on a completely shrouded face staring back at you from across the mirror. It's not moving. It's like standing stock still amongst a crowd of people that do not see it. There you are. Oh, I duck. Flat to the ground. (laughs) You just drop down on all fours. No one's noticing you because of Holly's magic trick of being Holly. And 
I, uh, however, I, Skeeta, I basically I think, crab walk backwards into uh, like a corner or into the lift if it's open or like I crab walk off ding, this ding, floor. Ding, ding, ding. <laughs> yeah, um, you just start tapping the elevator button. I'm going to save Ruby and Skeeta are seeing that as you kind of react suddenly and just kind of <laughs> you move back up. You smack the, the call button as many times as you can. The elevator just goes <laughs> opens up and you hear the dinging sound. I follow. Um, Holly, I will say that you do see the elevator door has opened and you see your Motley starting to get in. All right. Um, yeah, so if I can sort of see, I would say over someone's shoulder, but around someone's elbow. Um, mm-hmm. it, if do I catch anyone's eye of like, you know, the summoning eye contact or is it no one looking and i should and i continue lots of swimming looking, in the lots pool. of looking lots of you, all right you, you're yeah i guess that's up to you guys what how y'all want to single no lots signal. of looking ashling is signaling aggressively contact Aggressive. okay then holly will smile Tap the person they're talking to on the elbow and sail into the lift like they are meant to be there okay um, everyone take notes. Uh, you can, you can learn a lot by reading the, the language of a wheeler when they need to go. So take notes. <laughs> um, so a few moments later, the elevator doors are closing. You're all alone. Yeah. Just the, the soft hum of the elevator just as you're going up to the third floor. Yep. Yep. Okay. So yeah, you were all alone in the elevator. It's just I don't even know Ashling. if I have this ability, but like if Ashling had Spider-Man tendencies, she'd be like a little bit on the ceiling, like in the corner, just like hiding like a spider. Um for for flavor, why not? I just don't in know if I have sticky hands, but uh, you don't you don't remember. have no, to. You can use the tension between Oh them. yeah, I'm tension. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're you're totally right. I would say it's like, an athletics tension. role, but I don't want to call for it. I think when you all get inside, you can see Ashling Ashling is either being performative or they're trying to get as far away from the entrance of the elevator as possibly possible. Are you okay? Did you see it? No. The blonde? A shadow. There was a shadow? Yes. And I look at Ruby. What kind of shadow? Mine. And then she like, you, you still see her form, but when she says mine, for some reason she just kind of disappears like she's still there but like her features the shadow that's always kind of present on her on her brow like starts obscuring her even further where she sort of becomes a shadow within the corner just from her emotions i'm just gonna like put a calming hand on her shoulder and uh look at look at the rest of them and go six more weeks of winter (sighs) Ashley, As please. you say that, <laughs> I'm trying to like word, break the ice, like trying to like, yes, make a but joke. As the word winter rolls oh. off your tongue, <sighs> a word that is loaded in changeling oh, language. Dear. Oh, whoops. 
literally changelings call the end of the world the long winter. The time oh. when mortals' dreams finally are forgotten and that Kithane are all driven away and the dreaming dies. Just as you say, the winter and the elevator doors open, expecting to be greeted by a brightly lit hallway reminiscent of where you just came from, you instead see a corridor shrouded in darkness with flickering lights like something out of some sort of nightmare scape video game. And you see doors have been flung open and debris all over the floor, most of it coming out of room number three where you can see the door has been left wide open and there is detritus everywhere, broken planks of wood. All of it, you know, is signs of what looks like some kind of violent struggle. And you can see what looks like the lighting fixtures that were hanging overhead are barely dangling on and flickering. Like a bomb went off in here or something. But what's more remarkable is it's darker than it should be up here. And that's where we're going to pause for our 10-minute break. Because the second half is a lot. So we're going, to take, we're going to take our 10 right now. And we will be back in 10 minutes. Don't go anywhere. We are back now in the Barony of Olives. Hope you all had a restful break. We're back in an elevator with the Motley, staring down this hallway of darkness, this place that looks like it's been utterly mangled and destroyed. There are debris laying out all over the floor. Looks like curtain holders and pillows and stuffing from cushions and planks of wood that have been snapped and broken and hurled about. The walls are intact. The lighting fixtures on the ceiling, however, were all dangling and swinging back and forth, making a lot of these dark shadows that are cast all across this hallway look like they're coming to life all around you. There's no wind in here. And yet it seems to move like it's only recently been smacked or if there's something strong blowing through. And each of you, once again, banked off of the successes that you got before, each of you starts to feel once more the presence of the dreaming. You're still in the autumn world. You know that much. Oh, no, 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 no. I thought you wanted to come here. Um, can someone go check on Kiara? Yep. Of course. On it. Who? I roll out without a second thought. Yeah. I'm okay. gonna, I can't I'm sense it yet. So. <laughs> uh, I might actually, in that case, if you don't mind, I'll put my hand on your shoulder, Holly, yeah. and say, actually, if you don't mind, let me just sneak ahead in case there's danger. Okay. Okay. You check. And I oh. slip into the shadows. <laughs> Now, you are a Pisky, and Piskies are really good at sort of blending in like they belong where they, they're supposed to be there. This is a little bit of a different situation. There's not so much of a social crowd around here. And you all know, too, anybody who's had any experience with Chloricons and Holly, probably not you, but you've heard stories, the rest of you. Chloricons themselves have an ability to basically pull a Batman and when your back is turned, they can just blink the fuck out and not be there anymore. 
It's possible Geta is up here somewhere and is hiding, but this place feels remarkably empty. Now, if you are going to try to sneak around and try to get a good look at what's happening, Skeeta, I'm going to say, let's just pop open real quick and just take a quick look at the Pisky ability and see if it's going to help you here. Because you do have that natural ability. Nimble and blending in. No matter where they go, the Pisky always looks like they belong. Um, any changing a supernatural entity... Oh, but it's with a group. You're sneaking out on your own, so this is not going to be this. This your your birthright ability is not going to kick in here. So then, I this do. is going to be a what's up? Oh, do you have a magic. I was just going to say I have a my stealth proficiency is in mm -hmm. hiding. So I okay. was thinking not as like slipping into a crowd, obviously, but I was just thinking literally walking down the hallway without if, if there is someone or something that could be alerted to our presence and. We don't want it to be. That's what I meant. Just like okay, yeah, yeah. down the hallway. So hiding is going to come into play if you run and hide somewhere. Like if something is coming or you want to be hidden, that's when that's going to come into play. So that's that. If you're trying to stealth down the hallway, which is a smart thing to do, you're not going to be able to use that specialty. But you'll be okay. able to make a dex. You'll be able to make a dex stealth check here for sure. Okay. So go ahead and make that roll. I'm actually going to give you uh, a reduced difficulty because there are so many shadows all over the place. They're okay. actually working for you here. Um, so uh, go ahead and give yourself, I'll reduce the difficulty down to five. Okay. There's enough noise being made by the swinging lights too that you're not going to take a penalty for being heard. All right. Okay. Well. <laughs> Uh, all right. Oh, boy. Okay. So that's, there's one, one, but, and then these are not successes, but then these. You need fives are, or better on this roll. Okay. Yeah. Then I have one, two, three, four, five successes. You don't hear a thing coming from Skeeta. Skeeta just <laughs> slips out of the elevator, silent as a sleeping baby's breath just moves right past the double doors and into the hallway. You make it past the first door, Skeeta. All you hear is sort of the haunting screeching sound of an overhead light that's been knocked or torn loose, just swinging back and forth. As you step past the first door, the first door too looks like it's ajar the wood looks like it's been mangled a little bit with three successes at the top of this scene. You were definitely getting the impression Skeeta that a lot of what you are seeing is chimerical, that this doesn't exist in the real world, that a lot of the damage that you're seeing and the things that you're seeing around here is actually manifestation of glamor somehow. Um, mm. It takes you a moment to adjust your gaze and surely you begin to see the overlap of two realities. There is a strong chimerical impression left here. And the only way to describe it is somehow you're certain that you are, all of you are somewhere, if not riding the line, but on the borders of the near dreaming, which is a step removed from the autumn world. Um, the only way into the near dreaming usually, as far as you know, is by 
taking a trod or a magical doorway to get there. And those are not easy to find. But here, it seems like the dreaming is intruding. When you're seeing a manifestation of it, with your successes in Kenning, you begin to realize that a lot of this damage is probably just a manifestation. Mm-hmm. It takes you a moment to sort of adjust to that, but you begin to realize that, yes, that's probably what's taking place here. It's highly unusual. Hmm. Okay. I turn back and look at them. <laughs> so far, so good. If you blow your stealth roll. <laughs> no, I don't know what to do. <laughs> um, uh, so I've gone past the first door. Mm-hmm. You've made it to about, I'll say, I'll say you've made it to Gita's door. Oh, okay. So All right. If you, if you, if that was your destination, then I'll mm-hmm. say you make it to Gitter's door before you call back. So that way, okay. you know, but if you want to slip in, you're gonna have to roll again. Okay. And you said, I'm sorry. The first thing you said <clears throat> was mm-hmm. that I don't sense anyone's here, right? It, it doesn't appear that anyone's here. The hallway looks completely empty and you don't hear okay. anybody moving about. All right. Well, I'm going to wave them down because <clears throat> now she I can give you all safe. the signal. And I need, I need my motley before I go in this door. Okay. Um, I would like the, I would like, I think I'm going to ask Ruby and Holly to roll Kenning again. And this would be a perception plus Kenning check. Oh no, actually, Holly, I don't want you to, I, I, I'm not going to give it to you. I have no <laughs> rights for this. I botched <laughs> yeah. that last one and yeah. I get to oh. live with it. Um, uh, but I do like my, my fins do flare just a little mm-hmm. and, uh, my elbows are sort of out as I push. Like, I'm not literally hiding Ashling behind me, mm-hmm. but my body language is making the sort of space that wants okay. to. Okay. Can I argue? Oh, no. I, it has to be Kenning, right? Yes. It has to be Kenning. <clears throat> that I have zero in. Cool, cool. All right. I'll yep. just roll a die. <sighs> Damn. All right. I got an eight. Success. Okay. So here's what the re- here's what everyone is sensing right now. At this point, Ashling, you become aware that there is glamour at work here. Yes. And that this is, as you were slipping into, like, fearfully slipping into the hallway, you become aware that this you're kind of getting the same impressions that Skeeta got to expand on it. And Skeeta, you might be coming to the same conclusion at this point. This is starting to feel a little like magic. Huh? Maybe it's not the near dreaming after all. Maybe this is some scene work, some cantrip taking place. There's a possibility that that's what you're experiencing. Um, and the the two of you with your three successes, it takes you a minute to arrive at that conclusion, but you begin to realize certain things are giving it away. For example, your changeling seemings are not becoming even more defined. If you were in the near dreaming, your mortal seemings would slip away completely and you would exist sort of in the HD of changeling, as it were. Can I do another hidden magic roll? 
Uh, yes. Yeah. I would say if you want to call for it, this is a good time to, to get it. I do. Um, Ruby, there's definitely some magic here. You don't know what the hell's going on. This is not, you are aware that this is not necessarily, this can't be the real world, the autumn world, as it were. This has to be glamour or some kind of chimerical manifestation, but you have no idea what's happening. There's clearly magic at work, but you don't understand. And who that. are they talking about? And lastly, no one, Holly, this just looks like what I've described is just utter chaos. Like something just blew through here and destroyed a bunch of stuff. I mean, this doesn't look entirely unlike some swim throughs. <laughs> it's like a dark shadowy cave with a bunch of debris. The current just, you know, blows that through sometimes. Oh, I'm, I'm, a little surprised that Ashling doesn't like it more. I thought she liked shadows. She spends so much time in them. So I'm I'm very concerned. Yeah, you know what? I'll do this. I'm going to give you something to do before Gina tells me what she just rolled. I'm going to give Holly something to do. I would like Holly to make a perception empathy check, please. And How do you like wits I'm, empathy? Wits empathy? Yeah. All right, I'll let you do wit sympathy this time. I appreciate you. Thank you. <laughs> it's like do. a four die difference. Yeah. Cover the think on your feet, quickly shifting situation, reflect your <laughs> cleverness, adaptability. Okay, so go. Okay, so I'll, I'll. We'll flavor this like judging from her reaction on the bottom floor, you think there might be more to what's going on here. So it's I'll give you a- my curiosity. There's a lot about Ashling today that has provoked my curiosity in the way that she's talked about nightmares. So I might be trying to like a little more actively puzzle it out rather than okay, just like whether it's on passive vibes. So I'm going to give you a different answer then to what your success rate here is. So go ahead and make yes. your roll. Um, they will. Oh my. Thank you, by the way, um, for letting me roll the other macro. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, six. Six successes? Literally six, like, out of my seven dice. No wonder. No wonder. I'm getting lacy flashbacks right now. Hey, um, six out of seven dice. I do, I'm not in charge of that. Lacy didn't roll. That's true. Lacy didn't <laughs> fucking roll anymore at the end. So... You've been a good student when it comes to your motley. You want to know who it is your new friends are. And the one thing you've learned about Slua is that they are sort of the friendlier manifestations of nightmare themselves. The Slua are the creepy children that kind of walk around with their heads limply hanging to the side with a big smile on their face. They're the Cheshire cat you see hanging in the night sky that want to talk in riddles but whisper them to you. They're the things that creep you out in the cemetery kind of stuff. Like, you get the idea. Ashling very much matches all of that. She is 100% like spooky kid. So you're, it is a complete polar opposite of reaction of what you're seeing because it looks like someone set the stage for a slua to be here. And Ashling is utterly rejecting it with her entire being. She's utterly rejecting this. You definitely get the sense... With, with that many successes, you definitely get the sense that she has seen something 
or experienced something in the past five minutes that either none of you saw or know about or is aware of something that's happening that none of you all know about. But Ashling has clearly been switched on by something. What's um, and going the, on? That, as you answer, go ahead and tell me what you rolled. And with that, what's going on? Ashling also rolled a six. Oh my God. We are one. <laughs> oh my God. That is a metric fuck ton of successes. Um, yeah. Not even an I exploded fuck. twice. Yeah, you did. You were rolling with specialty, so that makes sense. Yep. Um, okay. Ashling, especially because of your, of all the members of the Motley, you're the most deeply entrenched and fascinated with magic. You're the one that's been doing like the most research. You're the one that's been doing the most practice. That's second only to Skeeta. You are really intrigued by the world of magic within the dreaming. This is definitely a cantrip. Someone used powerful cantrip here. What you're witnessing is something has altered the scene and something has altered the space. The entire floor is being affected by magic. Mm. That Do kind I, of that yeah. that is power. power. That's somebody who manipulated the entire floor is using some heavy glamour magic. Like that's an impressive, impressive, impressive feat. Mm. This is very, very, very powerful magic. Um. <sighs> Do I, with that, have I seen, is this the level of magic I've seen before? Um, it's, you've never seen it like this. No. But to give you a snapshot, is the shadow capable of this? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You've seen the shadow do things that it should not be able to do at power levels very similar to this. Yeah. Um, okay. Um, Ashling, um, at, she kind of finally slumps down from her corner and um, just like tiptoes around Holly and Ruby um, and her hand is clinging to the rose that is um, in the middle of her rib cage on her corset. Mm. Um, she's like start as she was up in the corner, she had started undoing some of her, uh, you know, many layers and her arm mm -hmm. is almost, it almost looks like she's reaching into her chest because of how many layers and she's gripping this rose she did that once before. I remember. This might be dangerous. I should be up there. Um, just be prepared to escape. And um, Ashling, without making any sound, like whoosh, whooshes next to uh, Skeeta. And when she gets to the door, you see her start to pull. And as she's pulling, you see um, a stem of a rose that as it keeps going, it gets longer and longer and longer until it's clear that she is not actually pulling the stem of a rose. She's pulling out a sword from her bodice. Cool. 
the silvery darkened blade clears your bodice and you hold the treasure in your hand. Um, anybody who's rolled anything on Kenning can tell that whatever it is, Ashling just withdrew. The weapon that she is wielding is manifesting powerfully, not only in the chimerical reality, but it seems to have a presence in general. It is a, it is a powerful chimerical item that she is holding. And anybody looking at it doesn't need to roll Kenning to know that she just pulled out something quite potent. The blade, you just hold it up to your chest as you make your way down the hallway. Um, at this point, I'm guessing each of you has left the elevator. Do I have that correct? Is the yeah, Motley... I'm gonna, I figured so, but I'm going to stick next to, to Holly and just like have my fists up. Obviously, uh, I have no sword on me. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Today, I usually carry one, but you know, um, I packed light for school. So, and Plato uh, took up too much room. Before, before the, um, I think like Skeeta's hand goes to the the doorknob, and and before it happens, Ashling just says, "You can't kill it. We have to just run." <laughs> I don't know about you, but if someone said that to me, I'd be scared out of my mind. <laughs> but what, a, what about Gira? That's what this is for. And she kind of twists her hands on the hilt. Just in case. I have some things to tell you after. Okay. Three. Two. One. Push the door open. You push the doors, it swings wide open. Um, you see a room that has been completely demolished. And some of it is chimerical. You can tell that much because some of it is absurd and doesn't belong here. Like there's shattered glass that that couldn't have been to like a... It looks like an entire mirror has shattered all over the floor. But there is no place where a mirror would have hung there's no like areas around you can see like there's still paintings in the wall and stuff all over the place it just doesn't seem like it came from anywhere your instincts with that again with that high of a role on your kenning you can tell this place is made to look like devastation and again with six successes just to give you just i should probably paint a picture for you especially because gina as you're becoming more and more familiar with changeling scene and time are two realms that Kithane used to manipulate magic. They're not mm -hmm. realms unto themselves. They're things you do to manipulate what you were doing. They're the spice. And, well, well, I shouldn't say scene is, but like prop is. I know, or I'm sorry, time is for sure. Um, or no, actually, I think scene is. But scene? the point is, is that like mm -hmm. there are there are two abilities that you use to manipulate how your magic manifests. What you're becoming aware is that this is still here, still in effect there's probably some time being used as well. It's worth noting that when scene and time are being used to manipulate fey magic, the difficulty to use them increases because you are pushing even deeper against banality and manipulating the world around you. Even in a chimerical setting, like, like as it is manifested here, it is quite potent. And to do whatever this being or this, this effect has, has been caused by, you would need at least a scene of four to activate that kind of power. You don't know how long the time is lasting, but the 
whatever's happening here that made this place look the way it does and feel the way it does again, just to underscore so that you have a basic knowledge of how powerful it is just to scale it in your mind mechanically. So you know what you're dealing with, but as you all move in here, um, Gator's room looks like it has been utterly demolished. Like there was an epic fight in here of some kind. And while it it is clear to all of you that, that this place is made to look that way, it's not as anxiety inducing as the realization that on the floor next to a bed that has been shoved up against the wall is a very familiar, very important black duffel bag that has been left unattended. It is laying on its side up against one of the walls. That much you know is not a chimerical object. That is real. What? Ah! Ashling like runs into the room like waving the sword just... That's literally the sound the slua makes as they, she tries to scream and just sword slashes through the air. And you see she's you quite proficient with it. It sings when you slash the air with it. What's that? And gestures to the like like gestures to the bag with the with the tip of the sword. It's Gira's. Remember? She nearly bit me. When I asked about it. Oh, is she that used her? it to bludgeon that nightmare. I feel like she would never leave that behind. It seemed really important to her. I'm going to go over to the bag. You can make a Grammarai roll if you'd like. Sure. Poor Ruby. She has no <gasps> idea what's going on. Ruby, is, you are so <laughs> lost right now as you're looking around. This place looks like hell. You know, there's magic in play. Um, Who? A bag? What's... Huh? Is it, is it, sorry, is it Grimmerai? I'm sorry, is it Intelligence mm-hmm. in Grimmerai? It's, mm-hmm. Oh. Okay. Oh. Gera is one of our new Motley. She's mm-hmm. new. Oh. Um, it's all starting to make sense to Ruby because she's been picking up extra shifts at the school and hasn't been around lately. You could have told okay. me that during the costume party. We're at the costume party now. Also, I don't like speaking that much. I thought someone else would fill you in by now, but this seems necessary. Well, we're we're a little we're a little busy with animal control. Yeah. Okay. Oh, one's in the bag. Oh, One success. Lord. I mean, yeah. Uh, Ashling just nailed it. You move over to the bag and you reach down and touch it. And you can feel it's really heavy and it's packed. It's just packed. And it's not it. chimerical. No, it's that's a wild real duffel bag. It's a real duffel bag and it's really heavy and it's packed full of stuff. You're not sure what's inside, but, uh, Yeah, it, it, it's definitely real. It looks like one of her travel bags that she brought with her. Is it rude to open someone's hoard? No. 
Um, well, if that person is missing and it'll help us find them, then I wouldn't worry about being rude right now. Did, did you happen to turn on their location services? Oh. I mean, the the glowing box can sometimes tell us where others are. Oh, like in the car, it knew what road we were on. I opened up my flip phone. (laughs) You know. That's a very good idea. I did not do that with Gera. I do have her phone number, though, so I'm going to try to call Gera. Um, you put the bag down, sort of bookmarking that. Pick out your cell phone. You just got her number earlier today. Mm-hmm. Dial in the number and you've... I pick up her. the duffel bag. Uh, okay. you. <laughs> yeah, Ruby, when you move over and pick up the duffel bag, it is heavy. <laughs> Yeah. Ooh, ooh, that's got some heft. Um, the moment you press talk, there's a beat, and you hear the phone start ringing in the room. <gasps> Go to What's where that? I hear it. You find it easy enough. It's under. Uh, it's under what looks like this right where the sofa has been kind of pushed a little bit. It's just the little corner of the phone is sticking out from underneath the sofa laying face up you move over and pick it up and you see your name flashing across it underneath it it just says new friend and it has skeeta well uh this isn't looking too good we know that gira gira fights and this looks like a fight and it's with Is it with the thing that you're afraid of? I don't know. Uh, I, 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 I thought so. I, I, they were in the hall. They were looking at me. Usually, their tantrums aren't quite this bad. But I thought maybe with... I thought maybe considering that a nightmare was dispatched of earlier that it maybe made them upset. Mm, sorry, Pip Squeak's very upset too. <laughs> or maybe Giara hurt them real bad. Remember, she fights very powerfully. That's true. And I look around the whole room and all of the debris and and like hey, this could how much of this is Giara? That's true. It also... Oh. Oh. Maybe they're downstairs. Maybe... I can't tell if a shadow has been roughed up. Hmm. Not many features. Do you think it's downstairs? Um... Or are you scared? Scared it isn't. Well, it's never too far from me. Hmm. 
I move in closer to Ashling. Okay. Gira isn't here. Mm-mm. And there's lots of shadow. How much? We should look through it, see what else there is. Keep exploring. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. And they go. You wheel out of the room? Yeah. First. Okay. All right. Flashy. Flashy. Feed fish. Cool. <laughs> you just wheel right out of the room. Okay. What are the rest of y'all doing? I follow very quickly. Okay. Skeeta's just looking, glancing around the room one more time. The windows are open. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, they're large windows. There is a balcony area. The curtains are mysteriously missing, which is kind of strange. Uh, because what you see when you peek into the other rooms is it looks like they have some, but none here for some reason. Um, sure. You do notice that there is what looks like a... Uh, as you're glancing around Skeeta on your way over, you catch two things. First of all, you catch Ruby kind of like marveling at the weight of this bag that she is holding, just kind of like, Um, and to your left, you notice that those curtains that you think are missing, it looks like there's been a bunch of them that have been tied together and have been bundled up and tossed into a corner. You can see they've kind of like roped themselves up. Like maybe somebody tried to make a really crummy little rope. Of some kind. Mm-hmm. Um, outside in the hallway the other doors seem to be closed but you do see a lot of the debris in the hall but curiously enough too Holly what you see is (laughs) for lack of a better way of describing this a light at the end of the tunnel that looks like the glamour the scene of the magic is beginning to bleed off and you're seeing at the very end of the hall the autumn world beginning to intrude back in driving this enchantment away this nightmarish scene of destruction its purpose is so mysterious and as it's bleeding away it starts to occur to you finally holly what this is it starts to you're not sure the scale but you begin to realize that this is some kind of changeling magic at work or some kind of manifestation of the dreaming caused by who knows what, but that much you're getting. It's not normal for land to be like this. No. I'm figuring that out now. Yeah. I don't know. There are all sorts of nightmares all over the place. I'm calibrating. <laughs> I'm calibrating. <laughs> uh, so we're watching the tide come in of the autumn world. Yes, essentially. And it looks like as it's as this enchantment is bleeding away, like flaking off of the walls, it looks like the shadow is literally like old frosting just coming off the top of a muffin. It just kind of cakes off and falls and disappears. Um, you're watching the light, the lighting fixture as the shadows begin to bleed away are actually perfectly fine and situated on the ceiling. Um, not swinging back and forth anymore. And slowly that's beginning to seep through. You would probably guess in the next 30 seconds, the hallway is going to look like the autumn world again. Around this, the epicenter? Yes, definitely. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I will give you that one for free. It, it Because what you notice is, is that it's not happening behind you. And the room is closer to the elevators. 
why they would do this? My shadow? Yes. Um, they get very angry sometimes. I think they're jealous, but don't tell them I said that. I'll try. Can you do me a favor? Yes. Can you not tell Marinus or Suragalia about this? And she starts to put the rose back into her bodice. About, about this or my shadow? I haven't told them. Sir Flickerwick told me to never tell any other. Okay. I won't tell them. And you can tell me. Okay. I I don't think they're the same kind of nightmare as the others. What does that mean, though? I don't know. But all the other nightmares can be gotten rid of. And Sir Flickerwick told me that I can't get rid of this one. Not even with the... I pointed the rose. Oh, this one has a different kind of special power. It's not for killing. It's more for protecting and escaping. I don't get it. I don't really either. But that's what he said before. And and then Ashling gets a little darker as the shadow kind of goes across her face. That was before the shadow got him. Where does the shadow go? Um, because if it took Gira, I hope not. And I don't know. I I've been studying it for as long as the first tantrum. That's why I came here. I couldn't have it near my family. And I'm very sorry. Don't worry. We're all very strong. We'll all protect each other. My fins flare again. Yeah. I haven't been being very honest, and I, if that was the reason I may have got one of you injured, I, oh, it's just so hard to talk sometimes. It's okay, we're new friends. There wasn't enough time for everything. There are things, there, everyone has lots of things. There are things, there are things. You'll tell us, you'll tell us, and... We'll find Gira. How do we find Gira? And that's also uh, around Ashling's elbow. 
back into the room through the mm-hmm. doorway uh, to the rest of the group as they've sympathetically lowered their voice for this conversation <laughs> and just bumped it back up to address the group. Uh, yeah. You, when you ran to the room, you still see Skeeta basically pulling a Sherlock Holmes and just kind of moving about the room and just analyzing everything that she can see. It's kind of examining the stuff in the corner and whatnot, making her way through. She's still holding the cell phone. Um, and you see uh, Ruby is still holding the bag, looking a little lost. Um, I kind of want to look in the bag. You start working that zipper. <laughs> and you peek inside. Uh, when you peek inside, you see trophies. Looks like fencing, martial arts. There's a bowling trophy in there. A lot of medals. Lots and lots of medals. Sports medals. You see Taekwondo. You see a Judo medal. Um, You see all, and they're just piled to the top. Mm. And probably easy to imagine why this thing is so heavy now. Um, The trophies are... Trophies are varying quality, and some of them are the plastic trophies that they give out just to anybody for just being participatory. Participation! But some of them them are honest-to-God medals. Some of them look like they were acquired at actual professional sporting events and are Mm. quite impressive to behold. Um, I'm going to ask for a willpower roll from Arpisky. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yes, because you We're are kind of a pisky. I was group. hoping this was always. I was hoping to sneak a look, but if if it's if if everyone hears me do it, then no. I mean, we've all tried to be quiet with a zipper and failed at being quiet with a zipper. True. <laughs> we've all woken up before everybody else at Comic Con <laughs> and, <laughs> and tried to go into our backpacks without waking up the room. <laughs> And it just extends the agony is the truth. It always does. You could rip off the proverbial band-aid, but no, instead you make people listen to it for like 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> While you're just like, it's quite enough. <laughs> Three success. Uh, uh, okay. Before you calculate the successes. Oh, I, oh, this is a special it's, thing. It's, Im- it's important to note that this is, uh, this is being caused by your frailty as a pisky. So the difficulty right. is not oh. six, it's eight. Oh, oh right, right. Oh, okay, <laughs> so many, still. You got three did you get it? You still got three successes? I got an eight, a nine, and a ten. Amazing. <sighs> Loyalty. Skeeta. Uh-huh. <laughs> the impulse is mighty. Because damn, those are shiny. Mm, I beeline nice over to the duffel and I just like you just caught a glimpse. Oh. Um, she keeps those in very good condition. Um, with the one, who was it that got the one? Oh, you got the one success on the grammary. Um, uh-huh. That is absolutely uh, that is a Chloricon's hoard. Yes. Uh huh. For everyone, every Kithane has a weakness. Chloricons have their hoard. Now, you don't know how often Chloricons wander away from their hoard. You're not entirely mm-hmm. sure. You don't know the specifics about that, but you know that it's incredibly important to them. So that much is mm-hmm. that much is available to you. 
I'm going to make eye contact with Skeeta and then slowly zip it back up. <laughs> As you're zipping up, can we say just right before it, I very quickly convey at least partially what I shared with um, Holly. With Holly in the elevator to bring everybody in the up hall. To speed. To, yeah, so then it's like a quick. So this is what's up, and then zip to close the conversation. Mm-hmm. Okay, <laughs> so everyone kind of is on the same page at this point. At this point, too, it's worth noticing that the the glamour is wearing off. So you're watching, you're watching the chimerical manifestation of this nightmare realm that you're all standing in or or sitting in, as it were, just kind of bleed away and flake off and disintegrate all around you. And it's entered the, the room at this point. Is the window still open? Yes, window's still open. How and is it open? Just like ordinarily open, or is it open? It's wide like, open. Uh, Kool Aid. It's like, it's it, <laughs> it's. Uh, I I will say that it's it's wide open, and there is a balcony, a walk on balcony. However, a lot of the glass that does disappear as the chimerical magic begins to wear off, there's some of the glass that doesn't disappear over by the door those two double doors that are swinging open to the, where the balcony is. Out of um, curiosity that might lead nowhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, what's, what's the last place that this magic is shrinking into as it sort of, as it dries up? That's much harder to discern because it looks like once it gets to the room, it's happening everywhere. It doesn't look like it's going to a point. It looks like it's all just fading away at this point, but, I will give you this, and everyone can get this much, is that it looks like it, it originated from the room based off the fact that the hallway is now completely... Yeah. 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 Mm. Okay, so uh, Holly will go out onto the balcony because it doesn't seem like the hallway is... That was not where okay. things happened, and something had to have gone somewhere from here. So it sounds mm. to me, and this is me pulling my PBTA card out, but it sounds to me like you're slowly inching towards making an investigation check. Is that accurate? Um, slowly inching. Let's see. Um, yes, I think I think I understand. Uh, slowly inching is a good descriptor because I don't I don't love that broken glass right there. Yeah, that's like yeah, sharp I shells. That. I know what sharp shells are. Okay. Weird glass. So, I've worked with glass before. Okay. So you, so, yeah, so you're not going to, are you, do you want to make an investigation check then? Is that what you're doing? Sure. Or? Absolutely. That sounds like okay. a great idea. Uh, is that okay, with so investigate? Uh, no, that's intelligence investigate. Dang. Yep. Int investigate. I miscalibrated this character. Dang. <laughs> well, the rate y'all are role playing, which to no, no surprise, y'all are beginning the XP you need to. Oh, should be better. Oh, actually, I'm sorry. It's per- I'm sorry. I should have told you it's perception plus investigation. I totally screwed that. Oh, but all right. Goodbye. Three successes. You want- I oh, you don't have to lose you. the role. Is your perception lower? Oh, yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> sorry about that. <laughs> Tell you what. I'll it give went, you one it went from my I'll five to my three. That was all on me. Thank so you. I'll give you one auto success. So go ahead I and appreciate make that. Mm-hmm. All right. Oh. All right, I successed all, th- all, all, all three of the dice I did roll. Oh, okay. So, so yeah. There you. Okay, three. so there is that then. Yes. <laughs> um, okay. 
you wheel over to that balcony. You roll right past. <laughs> you roll right past uh, Ruby. He's still just holding the bag, having zipped it back up. Um, move over to the area past uh, Ashling, and as you get to the balcony, you do see that the glass is broken in. The door handle looks like it's been forced. In or you start out? getting the impression. Um, it looks like it was pushed outwards. Like somebody didn't wait. Somebody did not wait to get the door. Yeah. Someone didn't wait to get the whole handle off the door. They just shoved that door open. Is the impression you're getting. Um, sounds like Gera. With how many success? You got three successes. Somebody. Yes. Uh, assuming that's there. like that and the auto, like, I didn't yeah. count. I folded the auto in. So three successes. Somebody fled. Somebody fled through this door in a hurry. Then what? So you move over to the balcony. Um, you kind of look over the edge. Kind of pull yourself up a little bit and look over the, the this stone balcony. Um, yeah, it's about 20 feet down or so. So whoever makes that jump is probably getting a sprain or something at the very least. Unless that's soft ground, that's an ouch landing. Um, 20 feet is an ouch landing. It's not, you're not necessarily breaking something. You have a high risk of spraining. You have a high risk of injury. But you could land it. I've certainly fallen off some pretty high spaces myself. But you could land that. When you look outside, you do see that it goes straight into what looks like, uh, judging from the fact that you've, you've seen the sprinklers on here, it looks like this may have been wet grass. <laughs> So as you're glancing over, um, with three successes, it, you do see what looks like a shoe laying in the grass. We have to get down there. Yeah, I'm going to come over. What? Look. I've read Pointed, this story I point out before. The- shoe <laughs> and is there like maybe a a divot somewhere in the grass uh like or some mud like you know like a, evidence like, of one yeah like where an impact site happens holly you found a clue of course we go to the fancy party and find a shoe and a missing girl <sighs> i said at court later <laughs> um all right, can can you all get down? Yes, I I think I can. I think I can. Not Skeeter. Actually, I know I can. I definitely can. Yeah. I don't say okay. that out loud, but I someone has to hold the duffel bag. Oh, can oh I can. Drop it down. Oh, okay, there you go. Well, I figured I'd go down and get the shoe and climb back and come back up. Maybe. How far down no. is it? I think we're staying down. If yeah, we had to run away. The track. Yeah. That works. So I just throw the duffel bag out the window. Oh. Oh, I jump after it. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. Don't let. No. Oh, no, do you you jump after it? Uh, yes. Is you can't right? drop someone's hoard. I know okay. that much from fairy lore. 
Ruby, you're just like, oh, I, I, didn't didn't drop. I mean, it's heavy. I'm not jumping with it. <laughs> That's great. Okay. So Ruby, you Perfect. just, you turn, you toss that over the side of the balcony. Just, I mean, I can see it all happening kind of at once, just the tossing and the immediate like slow motion reaction of Ashling just seeing it go over the side. Like, no, no. Um, Ashling, you're going to make a leap over the side of the balcony. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to need you to, Okay, so I'm going to need you to make a... Okay, I'm going to need you to make you... Okay, so make a dex athletics check. Okay. Whoops. Does my, like, goo body come into this at all? Ooh, that's a good question. I don't know. I know I can fold myself, but I don't know if that mitigates sort of, like, damage. I don't think that's actually a mechanic that's going to help you in the fall. Okay. Whoops. Yeah. Sorry. Don't worry. No. Are you kidding? She just probably thrilled to be able to. I'm so excited. (laughs) (laughs) Three successes. Okay. Um, In that case, I need you to make a stamina roll. And the difficulty is going to be difficulty is going to be three. Okay. Stamina versus just by itself. Yep. Just a regular stamina check. Would my tireless come into this? No, this is you're literally soaking damage right now. Oh, no worries. And the you, what was it? Was three you said? These three, yeah. You can three always successes. call on a story point. Oh, dang, but you don't need to. Okay. You I have high stamina and a nice dexterity, if I remember correctly. So, you, yeah. gracefully Decent. leaping over the side, you plummet 20 feet straight down right into the soft grass and go into a graceful. It's what's remarkable about, about this is true to the changeling form. You're watching a woman in a bodice do a catwoman like roll effortlessly into wet grass and just come to a standing position. Limbs flailing like uh, somebody just threw a doll over the side of the of a balcony. But when she comes back up to a sitting position with just a few pieces of grass falling off of her shoulders, she's completely fine with the duffel bag laying next to you and the shoe. <sighs> pick up the shoe and I, I like you could see her struggling to hold this hoard above the grass and then she just sets it down very gently and like waves with the shoe in her hand it is a black dress shoe with a thick heel and a small red ribbon it absolutely matches the shoes that gator was wearing when you all first met Okay. Um, okay. I'd like to hopscotch. Oh! Aim. Okay. Is that going to bounce down there? Now, how is hopscotch going to work when it comes to plummeting 20 feet? Because it's a hell of a jump. But hopscotch might help you. You always land safely with a hopscotch. Then yes. Yes, y'all should be able to The art of prodigious leaps. Yeah. This feels like a prodigious leap. Totally. Uh, here's my question for you. Are you using a bunk? And if well, so, what would you like to do? I mean, I thought bunks would be have to be like around mortals, right? Or no? No, because banality is everywhere. Oh, okay. Um, it's certainly easier when there are no witnesses. But yes, if you were enacting changeling <laughs> magic that's affecting you and the real world, you absolutely. Because if I remember correctly, bunk is weird. As well as chimerical, uh, the, uh, the I'm sorry, the uh, hopscotches. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. So uh, okay. so automatically right off the bat to enact to enact this cantrip, 
immediately you're rolling against a difficulty of eight because yeah. of the of the presence of banality. So, uh, oh, another question. Yes, I do want to do a bunk, but um, Ruby, do you have a way to get down? Because if not, I can also cast this on you. Um, I should be pretty good. I mean, I have... Um, this is actually me talking, not Ruby lying. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I have, like, perfect balance and lucky. I Like, I... I have a lot of uh, decks and stuff. I, I basically mm -hmm. like grew up doing acrobatics and like circus stuff. All right, cool. Yeah. But we need to figure you out probably how we will Holly have a better shot than I do. No, Holly and I both have uh, oh, Wayfair. My chair has hopscotch. Holy uh, shit. I also have hopscotch, but uh, my chair has hopscotch. I want, I wish my F phone stairs. was a smartphone so I could take a video. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you should have seen like, me what? jump traffic. <laughs> okay um so, so the the current scene the the, the difficulty is so you're gonna roll your art plus your lowest realm and in this case um i'm gonna say this is gonna be well i mean you're using it on yourself so it's technically actor okay mm -hmm. so this is gonna be uh so whatever you're you're rating in an actor is i would say well you're using two though two to what? I, oh. I would say you are using. Give me a sec. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say this is going to be. This is pretty easy, actually. What page is Hopscotch on? So I'm trying to gauge this. Are you casting this on Ruby as well? I don't think so. It sounds like Ruby has some uh, skills that will help her get down. So just on me, and it's on page 228. And the Thank number you. of successes roll dictates the strength of the jump. So one uh, will get you one story straight up, which, and then two would get you two stories straight up. Uh, three jumps up to five stories, so... Using Wayfair. I'm mostly just trying to gauge what realms you would use here. Now, this mm -hmm. used to be something I was really good at, just being like, oh, yeah, you're going to need that and that. But in this case, I think I'm going to say this is going to be uh, Actor and Faye. Okay. And mm -hmm. so you're going to roll the lowest between those two. And okay. you're also going to... But here's the other thing. You have to spend a point of glamour because this is a weird ability. So you're actually right. doing this in the autumn world. So it's going okay. to be, yeah, so it's going to be your rating in Wayfair plus whichever one is the lowest between Actor and Faye. Mm -hmm. And then a point of glamour. It's a point of glamour. Now, the difficulty, again, the difficulty at, at using a, a, a cantrip right now, it starts at eight unless you use a bunk to lower oh, that. right. Yeah. I am going to do a bunk and I'm going to back up back into the room and okay. you know through those doors i'm gonna like rev up like i'm a engine i'm like rum, 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 <laughs> and then take off you make the noise and everything yeah <laughs> okay uh is I that think, enough of a bunk <laughs> yeah that's definitely a bunk oh yeah that's <laughs> definitely a bunk i'm just trying to gauge uh yeah that's a, that's easily uh, a minus okay so the difficulty will drop down to seven okay dream bunks 
Uh, oof, I don't know. It probably would have been better for me to just use my dexterity to get down, but it's okay. I'm already doing this. So we'll You're see doing how the this thing. Goes. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> I am I eager to find out. I rolled a 8. Okay. I'm going to take a picture because I've been rolling really well tonight and I want you all to believe me. <laughs> holy crap. Nice. Holy crap. Oh, what is your affinity realm, by the way? Do you do you remember what realm your 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 affinity oh, is? Yes. Because it, it's important for everybody casting their magic to keep in mind. If it is a realm you have an affinity with, it immediately lowers the difficulty by an additional one. So keep that in mind. Uh huh. Uh huh. Um, Our affinities have a realm. Let me see. Uh, each, yes. Each each kith is really good at using a particular realm. They're just naturals at it. I would it be autumn? I'm for gonna me? look it up. Uh, it, should, it should say under the Slua, under the Slua page. I can pull it up real quick. Sounds oh, like the right realm for Slua. Yeah. Well, it's that's a that's not a realm. Yeah, I'm trying to find mine. I think mine would be actor. It might. I, I, I think like, yours is actor. I think mine yeah. is actor too, but I'm gonna check. <laughs> Affinity is actor. actor. Yeah. 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 Okay, so then this would have given you an additional minus one. Yeah. Because you were wow. using, you were using actor Faye. so you would have been okay. at you would have been at uh, it would have been six difficulty. Amazing! Wow. So what you all see is Skeeta oh. just rev up and make the noise, vroom, 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 and it's it, it's giggling and it's giggle inducing when you just see Skeeta, who's usually very like put together and whatnot, just stands over in the middle of the room and just starts revving themselves up like they're about a, to be a rate, like they're about to transform into a race car, <laughs> and just runs and leaps and glides down, just and lands perfectly on the grass right next to your Slua companion. Well done. I pull out a piece of cardboard that I always carry in my bag with a 9.5. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> just kidding. It said 6. Skeeta bows. <laughs> um, <laughs> the Russian judge. Sorry. Uh -huh. um, Look up at the two of you. All right. Slua, Slua is prop, by the way. So you would have actually Thank been at you. so you would actually have been at reduced difficulty when you were making the when you were helping with the. the I also pipe. should have been at reduced difficulty for all of my perception checks. Yeah, 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 yeah. But that's okay. That's okay. It's a new system. Getting used to this, the cool things mm -hmm. your characters. I'm. I can't wait to see Bonnie shapeshift into a fox. That's what I'm waiting for. What? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> What's a fox? What is that? What does it say? Um, what does it say? You, you made um, that joke at Callisto 6, so it was my turn. I know. I know. It's All right. good. <laughs> All right. So, yeah, you are now touched down, landed safely. Um, I believe you are next, Holly. And I look over at Holly like, do I? You, me, you, me. Bunny hop. Bunny hopscotch. Mm -hmm. um, I'll, I'll activate it from my chair uh, rather than from me. You have the option of using that as a prop then. So you can activate the props realm. Um, so I've been hanging out on page 324 uh, mm -hmm. for activating treasures. Mm -hmm. um, oh, it's and, a treasure. That's right. Never mind. Yeah. Mm -hmm. uh, so no realms required for their use. Correct. Um, and it's 
spends from its own glamour pool, which is probably a thing we should establish how much. Um, and then what I rank can... is the treasure again? It's, it's just a little rank one. Um, it's so rare it for one... treasure to hold no more than 10 points of glamour, which indicates to me that it's not this like it's not quite the same as rank. Uh, um, no, not really. But a rank one treasure, would, it would not be unusual for it to have one point of glamour that you can pull upon. Oof. Okay. That's not much of a tank. Um, when you consider uh, most most abilities require one point of glamour, it's like it's a good for a free cantrip, basically. Yeah, but I'm just I'm just gonna have to refill constantly. All right, cool. Um, so let's see. Um, so it draws from the stored glamour before drawing from my own pool, so I can always run from my own. Um, but it does seem like there's an activation check. Interesting. Possibly. Okay. Um, and that the dice pool for activation uh, varies. So you can, like, we can do the hop, like, what the hopscotch roll is for my treasure is my read of that. That's uh, 325. Okay. Then I'm going to say, uh, okay, let me pull that up real quick. Mm -hmm. I Actually, 325. Easy enough. Also, to everyone who is listening to this on podcast, we appreciate you and thank you. Um, okay, the power treasures, examples, blah, blah, blah. Bonuses, effects, so right. Might, it might require a roll to activate with each success allowing the extra... Uh, oh, okay, I see. Oh! Okay. So I'm going to have you roll. Oh, yes, so what it you're, could be reflexive. Actually. So cool. so this is okay. So this is how it's going to work. This treasure is your. This is not what's. You can use the thing to activate the thing, but it's still calling upon your changeling magic. So you're still going to roll a realm plus wayfare. However, this chair does not require the use of any realms, so you're not limited by what realm you want to roll. In other words, if you wanted to roll prop, you could, but. Actor and Faye is definitely going to be needed here because you you yourself are propelling yourself. So if you have Actor or Faye, that's what you're going to have to use to activate. Now, if the chair was going to hopscotch on its own, you could do, certainly have it do that because you're connected to it as a treasure. But here's the thing. Because it's a level one treasure, it gets to give you basically it gets a roll. It gets to roll on its own, which add to your successes to the roll. Does that make sense? So it's no. like... It's it's simple. It's you the, the chair basically enhances the role. It's a level one treasure. So the way that that's going to work is is that um, the same way that a sword activating a sword might give you an extra attack with the sword, activating the chair was going to give you has the opportunity to give you an extra success with the role. So the way I'm treating this is instead of making you roll an activation check here, you're just going to roll an automatic level uh, automatic dice equal to the level of the treasure itself to your uh, hopscotch roll here. So I'm treating it, I'm treating like bonus dice to the roll, basically. Okay. All right. Uh, so you said it was actor, uh, actor and Faye? Um, act, whatever's lowest between actor and Faye plus your Wayfair rating. Okay. And then uh, you're going to want to use a bunk, I'm guessing. Mm. Let me see what Probably. your... Your affinity is nature? Okay. Yes. Gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Probably, but I can't think of one at the moment, so I'm going to keep it moving. 
Okay. Go ahead. Uh, one. Success. Um, you just wheel straight towards that balcony. Just, you can immediately feel your chair. As you start coming down slower, your tail flashes out. And the moment you touch down on that soft grass, gentle landing. Right next to Skeeta. Just touch down. No problemo. You're alone up in the room now. <laughs> I stand on the sill. Like a gazelle. <laughs> if gazelles stood on windowsills. Uh, I'm trying to think what I should do here. If I should just roll. I was going to say instead of um, athletics, would I may be able to roll Dex performance and turn this into like a. You could roll Dex performance if you were trying to ensure that the landing looked good. Oh, In yeah. And that and that would be including if you ate shit on the landing. Meaning, if you told me, can I roll dex performance? I would say, sure, you leap over the balcony. Give me a dex athletics check to tell me how you land. And oh, however you land, I would say, now roll a performance check to see how Got you it. play it off. Because <laughs> I also have the merit of perfect balance. So I wanted to like make sure, you know. like You I'm could balance perfectly before you leapt off. And then you're in the hands of I physics. Shit. Perfect. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Let's roll dex athletics. Woo! Yeah. Cool. I don't know. This might be, I might have not thought this properly. Who wants to catch me? Oh, 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 I got a 10. Ooh. Got one success. Yeah. Okay. It's a rough landing. Uh, it's one of those. Now moments, I roll performance. But it's one of those moments, Ruby, where when you vault over the top of that balcony, it's like after you pass the 10 foot mark, you begin to realize this was a big jump. You know, Whoop. when you've fallen farther than you're like, oh, like you hit that threshold and you hit yeah. the ground hard with the plume of your skirt just going up right just around you as you touch down onto the grass and stand up straight. Um, but I just rolled four successes with uh, make, a, so. make a stamina check. So oh. I, I need you to roll stamina. Sure. And the I difficulty. The difficulty is uh, going to be uh, five. A stamina? Yeah, just a straight stamina check. Okay. Oops, wrong, wrong dice. Oh no, go back, exit. Sorry, I'm doing the. That's okay. The other dice. <gasps> Ooh, an eight and a nine. Booyah! Yeah, you don't take any damage from that fall. You totally, uh, very similar to your slew off friend. You managed to soak that. You hit that. You hit that sort of soft, wet mud and straighten up. Kind of like <clears throat> good to go. Wet dirt, also known as mud. I had someone else the shoe. Now what? <laughs> now we find Ashley? our Cinderella. Ashley, you've been a great detective. Okay. Here to continue the search. To find Cinderella. You know who Cinderella is, by the way? <laughs> Her name's Gira. She owes me money. All right. We're, we, okay. We'll have to do some uh, fairy tale downloading later. <gasps> I flapped I my fairy tale. <laughs> <laughs> can I tell them to? Can I tell them to them? 
I would love to. I know all the stories. Mine are way better than the originals. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure they I are. Can't wait. <laughs> all right. What would you like me to roll? So this is kind of like a tracking situation where you're trying to find out which direction Gator ran off to. Yeah. So I'm going to have you roll perception plus investigation. Okay. And my perception is lowered by one. Um, I will accept survival as well, which I believe is a skill, is, if I remember correctly. Yes. Uh, yes. But, um, yeah, perception. Yeah, they're both the same for me. They're both the same? Have, okay. Yeah, I have high uh, perception, but not um, Okay. Not particularly skilled in that. All right, um, so go ahead and make that roll. Would insightful help? I'm going to say yes, because it's Gita. And okay. you've gotten to you've gotten to know her a little bit. She gave me yeah. She, she's, I gave she's her my like, phone number. I, yeah, <laughs> I like her. Y'all y'all <laughs> kind of connected. You don't know her too well, but you know her well enough that she doesn't seem like the person that would run away from a fight. Definitely not. And also, if she mentioned that she maybe saw my shadow earlier, so my shadow definitely sensed that I at least quickly trusted her. So, um. Uh, per- okay, so perception, five, six, let's do it. Uh, and when I lower a difficulty, does that mean I'm now looking for fives as a success? Correct. Yeah, okay. it'll drop down to five. So you need fives or better. Come on, Mick, Mick, come back. Mouse, come back. There we go. Uh-huh. Okay, I get to re-roll one. Three successes. So not only do you see the direction that some foot, I mean, the bonus here is is the fact that the grass is wet. Mm -hmm. It's actually kind of giving you an idea of where some of the depressions were made when someone ran off. Mm -hmm. There's two things that you learn with three successes, which is a solid success. Um, First of all, it looks like she ran off in the direction of the woods, which are just north of the compound. So, and when I say woods, it's like the California woods. So you do see like tall trees and whatnot scattered about, but you can clearly see the line where the property ends. There is a very beautiful fence that lines the, this, the acreage out here, probably about maybe a hundred yards from where you're standing. And you can see the, the sort of hilly mountainous forest area up off ahead. She seems to have run off in that direction. But what you also notice is something was chasing her. Because you see another set of prints, another foot, another pair of footprints that were after her. It looks like there's another indentation in the in the grass, and it looks like it follows in the same direction. Com- like something physical was chasing after her. I don't think this was my shadow. She went that way, and something went with her. Well, something heavy. If it's not your shadow, then maybe it's not as scary as your shadow. And we can get it. Yeah. And uh, she, uh, Ashling hands you the shoe um, to hold on. Um, and when she lets go, like some, there, there's some leftover like spider webs on it. Um from being in Ashlyn's, Ashlyn's hands. Um, 
You hold on to that. She's going to need it. I'm going to grab the duffel bag and be like, well, let's go find her before she turns into a pumpkin. What? (laughs) I just don't explain. Start walking. (laughs) Is she in my lap? The longer I hold it, the ickier it's going to (laughs) become. I mean, I think icky is different for someone from the sea. The ick, but I sometimes smell like dead flesh. So if she wants it back, I wouldn't know. (laughs) (laughs) And with that, the motley begins to rush (laughs) off towards the woods. And I think y'all smell great. That's where we're going to leave our story for tonight. (laughs) Where has Peter gone? There is a missing member of the Motley and something is happening. Oh boy. Oh boy. All right, y'all. Um <laughs> well, nicely done. Let's go ahead and kick a few things off before we uh wrap up for the tonight. And uh just also it's fun for us to do this. Um I would love to uh dole out some XP to everybody, if I may. Um everyone please gain one XP. Of course, for showing up and being here and playing in our little cool story. Thanks for that. Um, I'd like to hear what y'all's favorite moments are for tonight to get that next XP. Who would like to go first? Uh, I love something. Go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. I loved um, Gina's physicalities explanations of like her in the in the elevator and against the wall mm-hmm. as uh, as Sam you know takes the attention away from her I just I like I could just visualize it you know uh, oh, totally. Gina in the shadows with her arms all like <laughs> weirded out and like mm-hmm. nightmare before Christmas looking <laughs> yep right on thank you and Elisa yeah, making a pipe <laughs> Sam um Combating recency bias, uh, did you see Bonnie, the perfect puka, attempt to explain? Look, Ruby explains it all. The spinoff I never knew I needed. Weird <laughs> face stuff happening, and a puka definitely tells it how it is to the mortals around you. Um. Oh, oh, in the car or whatever. <laughs> um, I think that is also a puka lie. Thank you. Wait, what, <laughs> what was a puka lie? That uh, being a puka is anyway hard for you. It comes too naturally. <laughs> yeah. You know what? It's a puka lie. <laughs> it's a puka lie. I'm still mine, teaching you how to drive. Mine is also Bonnie's pukaness and <laughs> incredible. <laughs> it was like, yeah, I see you doing these like mental gymnastics but not in the like bad way you know usually we say mental gymnastics but this is like a, mm-hmm. a good way but you're just like slipping in these puka things and it's like what how did you what wow it's very <laughs> impressive it's really yeah, really thank impressive. you oh, yeah the i'll give much. you i love the, i'll give you five stars give her five stars like <laughs> and and you go wait were you a lot no, because no. you didn't call the Uber. Yes, so the exactly, lie is exactly. I'll give you five. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. You know, like right. that's so much. It's just like really clever. I don't have a smartphone, <laughs> but I but I got into Lyft originally saying for Skeeta, oh that's me. I, I got in. 
initially, nice. like it was my great. lift. Really great. Almost and leaving you all, not realizing that. It, whoops. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Thank you for not making me push that far uphill. I don't think Holly can handle it. They don't have the guns yet. Yeah. Uh, also, I like have, three miles away. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Oh my gosh. A hundred percent. Ashling left her scooter in the Uber. Oh. She's gonna have to get that back. <laughs> oh, no, she did. What? I mean, well, she's. I mean, Ashling's not holding it right now. Where is it? I mean, it? that doesn't mean that you couldn't have put it up by the bike racks or something. These oh yeah, we totally, we totally put. Oh, I would. I would definitely say that that is like what. What does Gina feel like is a narratively juicy choice for Ashling? I think she left it. Okay. I think the fact it's that in the trunk like, of that Uber. I think she like I think the sort of uh the not expecting the school to f- have so much power. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, I think mm-hmm. she fully left it in Distracted. the trunk. You pulled an Eric and we're like I'm just going to have to like make mm-hmm. a second meet. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> um okay, so, uh, I have two. Okay. Um A um always got to give it up to the fact of just Anytime Holly gets to have like a new experience and remembering yeah. that there is a mm-hmm. new experience that is yeah. happening of, of the car ride and remembering that they're mo- like realizing that they're moving and that there's an ocean and what it looks mm-hmm. like and what it looks like at sunset and that it sparkles in the other direction, <laughs> you know, things like that. Um, and also I am loving Skeeta's mom. Like I was getting that too. Yeah. The yeah. mom energy. Yeah, totally. I, you, you, yeah. You'd mentioned you, it, I got that too. <laughs> yeah. You mentioned it in, in, in at break, but I've been like, mm-hmm. it, you really put it into perspective of like, that yeah. is totally the energy of like, like, yeah, the character dynamic of absolutely like there is such a trust and a stability within a pixie or a pisky. Mm-hmm. Like mom that steals like, things. Yeah. But also yeah. like that, that, <laughs> that, that it's so interesting. The energy that you're bringing mm-hmm. to um, like a sort of chaos c- creature, but it is a, that there is a stability within your soul, which makes sense for the sort of career choice that you made and the sort of duality that you've chosen as your mortal uh, being of just like, no, I'm chaos, but I am confident in my chaos and I'm sturdy <laughs> in my chaos. And I'm and confident in my chaos. And, and I funnel it in the correct direct. Like, that's so interesting mm-hmm. the way you've. The way, yeah, I love the way she's manifesting. All y'all gain, all y'all gain an XP. Yeah, what's up, Sam? Um, But also, if we don't acknowledge everything that uh, Gina did with the scary shadow and how Ashling felt about it and how Ashling talked about it, because like I think you sort of like uh, sideways alluded to it very softly, Eric. But like things we learned today, Mm -hmm. um, Mm -hmm. like paragraphs from Ashling. We got some. We got some reveals. We got meat. Meat. My favorite Ashling expositional menu. (laughs) My favorite Ashling moments were these. It was like the half. (laughs) (laughs) You guys, yeah. Everyone in the chat can't see, but because I I I can see myself, so I was like, how do I look like I'm hiding behind my name tag? And it was, it. but everyone else can see that my hands are yeah. floating. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that was pretty good. I thought you were doing great object work. It didn't occur to me that you were you were working with the overlay. I was working with the overlay. overlay. Being great. Yeah, because I was, I was trying to hide. I was like, 
me I'm just going to hide behind myself. <laughs> yeah, I saw you, your face hidden. That's straight. My brain just filled it in, I guess. Like, yeah. Uh, yeah, it's just, uh, it's so great. It's so great. Thank I love you. it. So everyone gain that XP. Um, gain an additional XP for the role play tonight. As per mm -hmm. usual, you can always expect that one, just being y'all. Um, I started marking down extra XP to dole out at the end. It started with Bonnie because Bonnie was doing incredible, as you say, gymnastics with language as a puka. Uh, I did warn Bonnie from the beginning of what a challenge playing a puka can be. And you have risen to the challenge of your arrivals. Thank you. Uh, got the glory. <laughs> Made it to the top. Yeah. Um, so well done on that. But that kind of expanded to everybody tonight. Um, from the experiences you talked about to the mama bear energy to the full-on freak out over seeing mm -hmm. Shadow <clears throat> up here. Um, and it's funny because every time we reference Shadow, I keep thinking in my head, Mr. Shadow, which is what the big bad is referred to in the fifth element. Fifth so element. I just keep hearing like, Mr. Yeah, Shadow. Yeah. Mr. Shadow is calling. You said never to um, disturb you unless it was Mr. Shadow. And, and it's, it's Mr. Mr. Shadow. Shadow. <laughs> <laughs> we have Mr. Shade in our yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was great. Um, also, I want to I want to give just a quick uh, I, I want to give an extra XP. Uh, I'll, I always want to reward this. I, I just want to give a quick extra XP to um, Skeeta tonight for for a really fun bunk for your uh, for your for your jump. That was great. That kind of like that kind of silliness is exactly what Changeling is asking for when you get into the bunk so that you kind of just let yourself feel foolish and fun. Room. Like you did. Yeah, it was great. Cause again, it was sort of like the contrast of seeing like the mama bear in the room. And then all of a sudden vroom, 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 <laughs> and then just leaping off the edge is exactly the kind of thing that a bunk would be. If you were trying to pull upon the power to glamor, to push back like the negativity and banality and frustrations of the world. Yeah. Really nicely done. Um, yeah, y'all. Um, we will be back next Monday, and hopefully we should have Adriana with us. <laughs> so one Yay! way or the other, we're going to find our missing Gita. And you'll see one way or the other. later this Cinderella. week. That's right. You're going to see us on Wednesday. Um, a few of us, it'll be, uh, it'll be B running the game. It'll be Sam and Aliza and me and Kelly the Opera Geek. And we are going to be playing Dark Souls, the 5e, sponsored by Steamforged Games Thank you, Seamed Forge Games. We are excited to play your game. Um, that's going to do it for us here. Thank you, Jake, as always, to Q Times. Thank you to our mods, as always. And thank you, family, for being in here and joining us and being part of the Barony of Olives. We will see you next week. Until then, sweet dreams. <laughs>